Hello, and welcome to the BNY Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Owen Shannon. Joining me is the DM, Peter Gorski. How are you? I'm doing all right, and I'm, I think I'm happy to be here. And the other person that is going to speak is named Mark Gorski. How are you? I'm doing good, Owen, but there's something else I want to mention that makes me not just good, but a little curious, because in the past couple of days, uh, I'm, I've been playing a lot of Switch for reasons people may be able to guess, uh, but I'll get into it later. But I noticed you've been playing a little bit of Switch, too playing a certain game that I think is very interesting that I do kind of want to hear you talk a little bit more about. Now, Mark, please. I have been playing Switch. The rumors are true. Mm-hmm. <gasps> but I'm just not ready to talk about what I've been playing. I'm excited to talk about it once I do. I'm hoping it'll be a next week thing. But uh, I want to know what's he playing. Okay, well, we're going to find out next week, Peter. I, I, I may have even experimented to see if I could adjust some privacy settings to make sure <laughs> that you didn't know. But, um, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll be talking about that next week. Sorry to tease everyone for an episode that, that won't be released. Uh, so you won't, you won't be able to find out what I've been playing until next week. That, I'm promising it out. at this point. I'll find out. Oh, will you? Yeah, I- I own. I can grab. I can walk over to my Switch right now and go in your profile. Yeah. You can't actually. That's where the privacy settings is that you can't see what he then has played. How do played. you know what he's playing? You can see what he is currently playing when he is playing it, but you can't see the last like list of games he has played. In interesting. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's very interesting to know. Yes, yeah, so if you would have to also set yourself to offline as well. Oh, that's but, the full privacy. Maybe I'll just remove everyone as a friend, and then ah, well, are you that's also an Fire Emblem Engage? We'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about it. it. Oh my god, <laughs> Fire Emblem Engage! Next week we'll find out. Um, <laughs> all right, so we have this whole bracket thing that we've made for today. It is going to be a 360 PS3 generation versus. The Xbox One PS4 generation. What the Wii and Wii U included? Yeah, and, 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 Switch. and Switch all included. The the mixture is all kind of mixed up. Uh, Wii is only with the 360 and PS3, and then Wii U and Switch are with the other two, correct? That's how we did it, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. So we have that later on in the episode. We also have a pre-recorded segment where it was us building this bracket. I, I'm going to cut together some of the best bits of that. So that will be the first part of the bracket that I play. And then you'll hear us actually debating these matchups. But we want to get into what we've been playing real quick before we get to the bracket. And Peter, I'm really curious about what you've been playing. I'm at the very end of Pokemon Violet. Oh. <laughs> I'm literally, I'm probably going to beat it after we finish recording. I put a lot of hours into this game, playing it a lot. I and I I stand by everything I said last week. It is one of the best Pokemon games. I don't think I'd be able to go back to older Pokemon games after this because of how improved the overall experience is. I... There's one... There's... Mark! Could we talk about one character? But... Actually, I don't know what that... There's a character in the game 
named Penny. Penny. I fucking hate Penny. I thought you'd hate Penny. I hate Penny so much. Mark, why do you think... I, I, you know me, you're my brother. Why, why do you think I would hate Penny? Uh, she can kind of be annoying, you know? She's... She's she's kind of got this... I mean, a lot of the characters in this Team Star, which is the Team Rocket equivalent of this game, which is very, very different because this this game they took with the teams... Uh, very inspired by Team Skull, where it's just a group of kind of like nobodies, except these are a bunch of like kids who were bullied in school that kind of came together. And Penny is just like, Pen- I mean, that's a spoiler, I guess. I can't really say that. Yeah, no. But... Owen, oh, you ever he see you ever see those posts on Twitter? People talking about, oh, I wish that uh, I wish the pandemic shutdown had continued so that everyone could stay in their houses like I always did. Yeah, you, you channel that into a character. That's that's to me. That's a lot of Penny. Mark, I don't know if you agree with me, but that's just so much of the vibe she gets off and so many things she says. Like, someone's talking about, like, family issues they have going on in their lives that has really personally upsetting them, and she says, is this the moment we get your sad, tragic backstory? It's like, I don't condone violence, but if... (laughs) No, bleep me, bleep me. (laughs) I'm not going to say the rest of that. Pokemon world right now. Pokemon, Pikachu... But, uh, yeah, just one of the worst characters that Pokemon's ever created. I absolutely fucking hate her. Great theme song, though. The, that was good. That was really good. I was saying that earlier. But, yeah, no, it's just Pokemon Violet. Really sucks about how f- awful the game looks and runs because this is the best Pokemon game they've made probably since I was a boy. No, I, mainline, anyway. I want to be specific. Mainline Pokemon game. But uh, Arden, though. There's other good characters in that game. Well, yeah, art. I mean, art is great. Mm-hmm. So you can even vouch now at this point. You're farther in when people are saying, "Good Pokemon story," right? You can you see that? I I don't I don't know if I'd say an overall good story. It feels like I'm saying good. Were, it good feels Pokemon like attempts story. were actually made this time, and that it wasn't like over dramatic writing except for Penny. It was just like, hey, yeah, Arden had. I don't want to say what everything in the story is, but it's a lot of like actually touching emotional stuff. And I like that Pokemon's actually trying to go places instead of just a typical A, B, and C story routes. I still wish I get. I like the. I didn't like Team Star. I don't like Team Star. It's. I don't. I don't have a deep opinion against them. They're just there for me. That's uh, whatever. And I like Nimona. Well, I think she's on fun. Team Star. I'll. I'll sit down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not gonna say anything, but you know. And, you sit with that. But I, I like Nimona. I think she's a really fun character. But then, again, whenever, like, Nimona's being fun and exciting and, like, trying to be out there, and there's scenes where she's sharing the scene with the fucking Penny, she's like, are you, like, are, are you sick? What's wrong with you? Oh, my God, you're so loud. It's like, Penny, shut the fuck up. Shut up, Penny. Like, my God. Like, it just, Penny, like, go back inside. Like, just go back inside and stare at your computer and just... <laughs> Just get the fuck away from everyone who's happy to feel the fucking air on their on their skin. All right, like just Mark. I know you're probably like just disgusted at what I'm saying. I don't I'm care. not the biggest Penny fan. I like uh, to be honest, Peter. When I got to the Penny battle in Scarlet and Violet, 
and I saw her team, I laughed really hard because said that you would have this as your team, Penny. Yes, you would. exactly. You yes, would you would. And like this is you are the exact kind of person that was at their team. But mm. uh, I feel me. I feel really mean saying that, but that I am saying that. Oh, and you're gonna. I mean, there's a lot team. of other things I could say that I feel mean about. True, you could, not. you could, you could. If you know, you know. Yeah. By the way, just just earlier, I don't know if Owen cut it out. I'm not condoning violence on anyone. I I, I have to be. I guarantee clear. you, I didn't cut it out. Yeah, I have to be absolutely clear. I'm not condoning violence. <laughs> except absolutely. except the video game character Penny in Pokemon. I never. I will. Okay, how about this? How about this? I mean, P- Penny. Don't is hit anyone. But if Penny was like, got hit by a bus, I wouldn't be like, oh, the poor thing. I'd be like. Well, you know, okay. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah, I call nine one one. Hope she survives, but it's like you know. Um. Okay. Please. It's it's no. a video game character. It's fine. Yeah. I don't care. Mm-hmm. All yeah. right. Toby Fox did great music for the game too. Yes, he did. Holy shit! Yes, he did. All right. Is that all you That's got fair. for what you've been playing? Yeah, Nothing I want to hear you talk about Fire Emblem. Well, Peter, I want to hear you talk about another game you said you're going to beat before the year was starting. So, I'm kind of curious where that is right now. Near? Yeah. What's going on there? Oh, Pokemon's what's going on. I can't. I can't put that Pokemon. Okay. Yeah. But once, once now that you're about to finish Pokemon tonight, surely well, next yeah, week, near. next week we'll hear an update. No, you don't get the fucking police. What I do, all right? Like I'm look, not policing. I'm-, I'm not telling you to play the game. I'm just. Anticipating your every step forward. Look, I finished the second playthrough after playing an incredibly unfun character to play. I'm going to get there. Okay. All right. We'll um, see. Talk about Fire Emblem. I want to hear Fire Emblem. I, d- I don't have Fire Emblem opinions. People will just have to tune in next week. I can hear the smile forming on your face. What I do have is not something that will be super opinion filled but i finally beat pentiment my first game beat of 2023 hey uh it was really good i'm i'm really glad that i played this game there there are slog moments specifically the beginning and specifically the beginning of act three. Ooh, boy does it come to a screeching halt at the beginning of act three i like the thing that helped me play this game is that I was using cloud gaming. And so I have moments where it's like a lot of downtime at work, just like kind of waiting for the next thing to start. And I would just like be on Pentiment, just kind of clicking through some of the act three conversations. I, I paid enough attention to know what was going on, but some of the finer details, I really didn't, feel were very essential especially for where i wanted to go it ends very strong though uh i beat it right before coming on the pod actually and uh yeah one game down for 2023 it's a 2022 game but that doesn't matter i'm keeping the tally for the year um i'm trying to think if i've been playing anything else besides my mystery switch game no i don't think so i've i uh, time to complain for a second. A combination of working all the time and now my car that was stolen and then found has parts on back order that could potentially leave me without my own car for a month. Which, I can't imagine. Well, 
it's it's i know that that's your life but uh oh, it doesn't work the amount me. of born again christians i meet in my ubers you will meet so many i just had one this morning you will meet so well, many it will be an experience you will never forget ubering every day is not something i can do um it would be 30 dollars per trip to get to work fair enough um mine are like nine dollars yeah, I if if that was my situation, I would be more okay with it. But instead, I'm like trading cards with my mom. I'm trading cards with my girlfriend, and that leaves me at the mercy of other people a lot. So like, I've tonight of recording this podcast is the first night between work and not having transportation where I've like been at my apartment and hung out at all in like two weeks. Um. So I haven't been able to play very many actual console games. That's why Pentiment on the cloud gaming and my Switch have been go-to. Oh, you're slowly. playing stuff on your Switch. Wow. Um. So yeah, nothing else from me. Not today. But uh, Mark, I know you've been playing Fire Emblem Engage. I'd really like to hear your opinions. True. So what I would have to say about Fire Emblem Engage, as a longtime Fire Emblem fan, playing a Fire Emblem game that's all about roping in history from every Fire Emblem game, every mainline Fire Emblem game. Uh, I love it. I'm a huge, huge fan for all the reasons people are talking about it. The tactics are really in-depth. I'm playing on the hardest difficulty, the maddening difficulty, and playing on classic mode, where if a character dies, they are gone for good. And usually, and even in this playthrough, for the most part, uh, if I play with a rule set of like, if someone dies, I'm really just going to reset. But fortunately, there's been a mechanic in this game since uh, the Gaiden remake on 3DS, uh, where there's like this turn wheel where you can kind of like rewind time a couple of turns. I kind of give you a leeway. If you make a mistake, you can kind of go back a step and try to fix what you've done. And that kind of makes playing on this difficulty extremely manageable. But you only have so many rewinds, of course. In three houses, you only had like three rewinds on the hardest difficulty, which is kind of rough. But on this re- on this difficulty, in Engage, you get 10 rewinds, and that's... I, I don't know if I want to say the perfect amount, but it's the perfect amount for me right now because this game is beating me up sometimes. It's a couple of maps right now I've spent, like, hours on. I have one map where I was, like, on it for, I want to say, two and a half hours down to the wire until... I'll, uh, I had I had died and had to start over after doing a map for that long and just figure out a way to cheese it. But I I am I'm really liking just playing the game. The story is not not super great. I like a lot of the characters, so despite the story, just in typical Fire Emblem fashion, where a lot of them are kind of like archetypal and caricatures. But uh, a lot of Fire Emblem has been that in the past, and seeing them still kind of interact and like these are still your characters that you kind of are sending out and deploying like that. That part of the game is still always here, and I. I don't look at that and say that like is objectively bad. I think that still can be part of the fun. Like they're, they're still my crew who I'm sending out there and getting attached to. Um, I've only had one casualty that I could not, uh, could not fix because there, there's just one chapter in the game that uh, really puts me puts you on your head. And on the hardest difficulty, there was just no other way I could see myself getting through unless if I had to sacrifice someone, someone who at the time was one of my better units, someone I really relied on and was very, very sad to see them go. So I'm, I'm extremely invested just because the gameplay is uh, really cool. There's a lot of throwbacks to past Fire Emblems. 
like the whole main mechanic in the game is that uh you have these emblem rings which are main characters from past fire emblem games you can like activate them and then for three turns you become like a super powerful unit that is a very special a special ability and a lot of them are references to kind of what they had done in past games uh, some of them not so much but kind of fit the who the character was like uh one of the characters sickard uh, from the fourth fire emblem game that fire emblem game is all about gigantic maps everyone is on a horse trying to like have these large scale battles when you use his emblem ring your unit goes up to like 20 movement at a time you can move 20 spaces and for every space you move you get plus one damage on them like when you become a super unit i mean you become a super unit it's just free 20 damage added to whatever you were doing it is very crazy and that's just one of the characters on there and just seeing other characters kind of get added to you and just seeing what they do and just seeing how they are a representation of what uh, game they are from, like Byleth. I, I'm playing with Byleth from Three Houses, and what they do is specifically, um, they they have like a teaching ability where it's like our people around you, you kind of like teach them like to be better at a stat that is your unit's highest stat. You can put the rings up anybody, so it's super customizable. There's so much depth of like making each of your units, whether it's like the best for a certain ring or just supporting that and. You can change people into different classes like you can in the past. Like there, there's just so many options and so many ways to tweak and play around. And even though these characters are like extremely busted, and I can't say this is how it is for everybody, because I'm playing on the hardest difficulty, the fact that I have these power like these extremely powerful characters is very important. And I have to utilize these to to like get through some of the toughest parts of these maps. And you only get them for three turns. And then once that's done, you have to like fill a whole progress meter, which only fills up again if you do a lot of combat with that unit. So there's there's a lot of balance to it. There's a lot of cool ideas in there. Uh, a lot more I could even go in depth on, but uh, ultimately, I, I love this game because I'm a Fire Emblem fan, because there's a lot of love for Fire Emblem in this game. Uh, and even the parts of the game I think a lot of people are kind of saying are bad, I, I am managing pretty well. That the only con is like the beginning is like super generic. Like the first five chapters are five. Yeah, like narrative wise, like because you're still building up. Like you don't even have an army yet, really, at that point. And the story moves very quickly, fortunately. So it's not going to get super hung up on uh, any of this for too long to where people are going to like kind of fall out of it. Like intro is very boring and very formulaic in a way that I think is kind of not super interesting but once you have enough units they really kind of get into the the meat of the strategy which i want to say if you're not playing on the hardest difficulty probably the first couple of hours you're past this point already like it's not not too much but it is a very good tactics game and a very good fire emblem game well i'm glad to hear you're enjoying it um Oh, and theoretically, if you were going to play a game that sounded exactly like what he just talked about, what do you think you would think of it? Theoretically, I would have, you know, maybe no opinion on it, but I also probably wouldn't be playing on the hardest difficulty. Um, Mark, you're you're already in the hive that this is better than Three Houses. What gives you the right? Well... The thing with three houses, and there's even like three houses has four routes, and that's a really cool idea. But I think one thing he's going to say houses, something that I think I'm inclined to agree with. I mean, there's two big cons I think that three houses has is that to get map repetition is that one of them? Yes, that is absolutely yeah, one of them. I'll give you that one. 
to get the full story. All a lot of the four different routes. Owen, did you finish Three Houses? I never played it. Oh, you never played it? Nope. Wow, I thought you played it, but um, I almost yeah. at uh, GameStop a few days ago. I saw a guy selling it, and I almost wanted to be like, "I'll just give you twenty five bucks right now." Like that's more than they're gonna <laughs> give you. <laughs> um. But yeah, no, I've never been able to play Three Houses because I, I. Why are you what, GameStop recently? What did you buy? I I really don't know. Oh, I, you should get that checked out. That's really worrisome. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, almost didn't actually almost buy Three Houses, but I thought about it for a second. Mm-hmm. It's it's I don't I want to say it's a better Fire Emblem game than Three Houses. To, like I think it's a very different statement to say it's a better game than Three Houses, but I would easily say it's a better Fire Emblem game than Three Houses because Three Houses has these four routes. And each of the routes does not tell the full story of the game. There are crucial details missing in each that just don't answer everything. And to really get the full scale of the story, you have to play through this like 30, 40 hour tactics game multiple times. And all these routes do reuse a lot of the maps in a lot of the same ways. There's so much that is just the same in all of them that replaying the game is not very fun. To, to try to get all of that. And on top of that, it's uh, maybe a me problem personally, but this game, the Three Houses is also a very easy Fire Rumble game. It's so easy. Like any unit can become anything and becomes extremely powerful very quickly. So not just are you redoing a bunch of maps all the time, but you're redoing a maps with super powerful units that are just kind of like knocking over everything uh, with no problem, but it's just not, not as fun, but there, I did like the story. I did like the aesthetic. I did like the social aspects of kind of playing role of teacher and really uh, getting super familiar with your specific class that you played. Like that, Banging there was there students. was. A, hey, hold yeah. on a second. Hey, hold on. They graduate before then. <laughs> there's plot. And there's reason. There's, it's better, but there's with, when it comes to romancing engage. Uh, I believe there is. I don't know exactly how it works. There, there is only your character, the Pepsi man or woman you create, uh, that eventually can do an S rank relationship with somebody. But I've heard it's kind of different. Like some people are more like, uh, more of like a platonic S rank, but it doesn't tell you who exactly fits that criteria. But some people you do kind of have a romance with. Mark, are they voice acted in this game? They are. Yes, full voice acting. If I can say the worst thing I've heard, I know about Fire Emblem Engage to put on my. Thank God for English localization, Calf, right now, and just reveal behind the curtains of what's going on in the Japanese localization. So, in Fire Emblem, there is a reoccurring character named Ada. She is like a merchant in every game. She's in every single Fire Emblem game. And in uh, Engage, in the Japanese version, she is kind of romanceable. And in the States version, she is not. And she should not be, of course, because in this iteration of Fire Emblem, Anna is 11 years old. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. And th- now, now, with a grain of salt here, because this is just from some tweets I've seen of what could be very rough, direct translations of the game. Uh, the conversation you have with her is also just very much looks like, like the S rank conversation where you are romancing her, like you are making the final move. That sounds like 
hardcore like you're grooming this child. <laughs> but fortunately, the English translation, the localized version, has no no context. Nothing like that at all. It is just you admire her for being uh, a strong merchant as a child, and she's very good at what she does. And that's all it is. Not, not the slightest similar Who way. Who looks at that moment. and goes, I think we're missing something here. Mm, I imagine uh... the localization teams looks at that and just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, they're looking at each other like, there's no way in hell we're doing this. So <laughs> I read this one. They have to email the entire department and be like, please read this over to me. I'm yeah, not Do not do not do that. that there's, there's a certain level where I try to be aware of like, okay, can't. You can't put Western values on Japan because they're not a Western country. And then you I've look seen, at something like that where yeah. it's like, "All right, guys, let's uh, right. let's chill out here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Not on board. Not willing to let this one completely slide either." I'm I'm happy that this did not make the cut because there's been instances in the past where there's been like some support conversations like this where the localization team did not do what they should have done. And it's, it's not so much like in a sort of minor way. There was one character in, I believe it was Fates on the 3DS, where she her whole character is she's essentially a lesbian. She loves women, doesn't like men. But if you are the male Corrin, you can, like, the S rank with her, like, You're you can still romance it. No, no, it's not that. You literally drug her into thinking you are a woman. Damn. And stay that way. And drug, uh, drug, uh, drugging, uh, drugging her with like a magic potion kind of thing. It's just like, oh, she well, only. Looks I'm again. sorry. I want to sure who's getting drugged. Uh this woman. It's Soleil. If you know Soleil from Fates. Mm, I don't Last low slash Inigo's child. The Japanese version or both? It's both. Oh my Yikes. god. Yes, it's both. Which is not received very well. Of course. No shit. Which I mean, even even if you're in that position, like you're localizing this game, that's the scenario. Like you can't just you have to find a way to reword it. Yeah, I guess you're doing one of these things, Mark. Where we didn't lead you this way. I'm just saying, <laughs> like Fire Emblem's got a complicated history with some of these things, but here we are in Engage, and props to the localization team for writing things where fire emblem has kind of wrong before because there's a lot of good in fire emblem but there's they've had there's been some baggage in the past and engage is doing a good job at fixing that in real time so that's that's why i bring it up more more praise for engage where it has done bad in the past all right well i think it's time to get into our bracket this next segment pre-recorded is going to be our constructing of the bracket so we are here trying to figure out this bracket we're making. A game site and see what I want to pitch for the bracket. I will look as well. If a game is also in on the PS2, it doesn't count, right? No, no PS2. No. Okay. Unless if it also was forever. on PS3, I guess. No, no. I'm I'm saying no cross gen. Yes. Oh. Okay. So Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkai G3 that was on PS3 and PS2 is not eligible. Oh, if it was, I'd I fight believe for I work. believe that would be. Are you sure it's not Tenkai G2? Because I'm looking at Tenkai G2 and yeah, he is Tenkai G3. Okay, he God knows. Okay, damn, <laughs> damn it. I th- I was worried it was actually two, but I was like, no one, no one could possibly call me out on this. <laughs> God damn it. 
I'm going to I'm going to keep going through years on this Ooh. site, and I'm just going to list some games, and you guys try and call me out if I miss any. How do we feel about PSP and DS? Not that I think a PSP game we're going to be fighting for at I, all, but I DS. Think, I don't think it's in this list. We're doing console yeah. generations. Okay, that's I agree. fine. Um, from uh, 07. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Metroid Prime 07. Corruption. Ooh, Metroid Prime 3 Corruption. Yes, let's get some Metroid Prime 3 is on. That, is that, is, I, I don't want to get too caught up in shout-outs because a game I just scrolled past here is something like Skate, which was a huge game. I liked it back then. but like and again, I'm looking at Ratchet & Clank Future Tools of Destruction. I like that game a lot, but I would not include it. Um, Let's go to 2008. This is a BNY list, Peter. So I don't. I don't. There's see what another Ratchet game in this generation. I want. I plan to fight for. Well, so, never mind then. So we have yeah. Brawl in 08. Of course. We have yes. GTA 4. Mm-hmm. Metal Gear Solid 4. Are we gonna have the brackets all seated randomly so we don't have it anticipated? I kind of think we should. We I think just, we should. We and just have to make to... sure that generations are facing each other in the first round. Yes. That's all. Uh, okay. The main thing I want. I'm gonna put Fallout Three, Pokemon Ranger, Shadows of Almia. I played. Nope. God, <laughs> I played so much of that. It's handheld, Mark. So we can't. I mean, it isn't. I mean, I, Peter, you'll never believe this. I had one of my coworkers like two weeks ago said, like, yeah, I was. I walked over to GameStop, the one like in your Target lot, and said he p- picked up a copy of Shadows of Almia in that GameStop. How is anyone still selling that? How is someone still selling that? And who's going around at GameStop in 2023 looking for Pokemon Ranger Shadows of Almia? I don't know. But there he was, right there. I'm sorry, are we in 2007 or 2008? Eight. Eight. 09 now. Arkham Asylum should be put on here in consideration. Okay, here's one of the bigger questions with this generation. Do we do Infamous (laughs) 1, Infamous 2, or both? I uh, for this initial list we say both. I okay, so, so Infamous is getting added. The fucking credit song of Infamous. I found it after I beat Second Son, and I forgot how good it was. Would anyone fight for Uncharted Two? I think it should be on here. I think it's a good game. Okay, I'll I'll put it on this big list. Yeah, I mean, especially for the three sixty PS three generation. I mean, like guys, come on, it's got to be on there. Dragon Age Origins. No. I think yes. I think no, we can. I no, no. That game is really good. No. Just, Owen, it's one of the worst games I've ever played. Owen, hear me out. Peter, your frustrations have been heard, but you understand the reputation Dragon Dragon Age has, and you understand that Peter got to the final boss without using any skills. No, no. Okay, no. I so. literally th- five months ago I was uh, working overnight and I thought of an analogy to compare this situation to. Here's what I wrote when I was on lunch. Mark and James complaining about how I played Origins is like if my steak was burnt, rotten, out of date, but I wasn't allowed to critique it because I ate it with my hands. No. That's exactly what this is like. Every time you do that, that's exactly what this is like. I hated every other aspect of the game, but I did it. I did this one gameplay thing differently, so that makes all of my other issues with it completely null and void. That makes absolutely no sense. It's like you scraped all the seasoning off and ate the steak. It's like, why that's would you not do that? At all. So you're saying in a Bioware game, the characters are supposed to be boring? 
That's their, but that's what that studio is best known for is companions. I think they had some cool world building, and I think the game was very fun. We're in 2010 now. Yay! Um, okay. We're gonna have Fallout New Vegas. Is this Uncharted 2? Anyone want Uncharted 2 was included? Yeah, that's 09. Um oh, okay. does anyone want do we want Black Ops 1? Yeah, right? Yeah, of course we yeah. do. Yeah, sure we do, we do. We love Black Ops 1 zombies. Alright, so LA in Noir. 2011. Really? You want LA Noir on here? I just saw it. I'm not saying I want it. I'm just saying. I mean, look, I just saw the thing and I figured I think Owen will own. Don't you love L.A. Noir? I mean, I liked it a lot when I was younger. I'm not I'm not sure how well that we game holds up. Um, Any of you Dead Space 2 fans? Nope. I have Portal 2, Skyrim, Arkham City, and Dark Souls so far from 2011. Skyward Sword? You tell us. Yeah, you tell us. We can keep moving. Oh, Resistance, wow. either of us give a shit about Resistance. Resistance 3 came out this year. Never played it. Me neither. Okay, let's move on to 2012. Oh, can I... Pl- okay, The Walking Dead... Telltale's The Walking Dead Season 1. Can I uh, petition for XCOM Enemy Unknown? Uh, I'll fight I, harder for two, I, obviously. I, I would allow... Could we get Hotline Miami on here? Sure. Could we get Persona 4 Golden on here? Uh, Persona Four is a. I'm I'm, I know Golden changes some stuff, but I just think that should be considered a PS2 game. Did okay. we include we included Red Dead Redemption, right? Yep. Yeah, okay. we did. This is Spec Ops: The Line, also. Assassin's Creed Three. Peter, one of the worst games I've ever played. That is in the top three worst games I've ever played. Top five. I am going to put least... Far Cry Three. How do we feel about Dishonored? Sure I get the. I I have release. it on the list. Ah, okay. I, I'm a Dishonored guy. We start. What year did we start again? Oh six. We included Halo Three, right? No, we didn't. What's wow? Right? Oh my <laughs> god! Or Halo Reach for that matter. No Halos on here, is there? Moving on to 2013. We have what a year and a half left here. GTA Five was last generation. 2013, 2013. The Last of Us. I'm going to put Bioshock Infinite. Uh, Okay, I'm going to say something, and yep. I don't want you guys to jizz in your pants. You're going to have to include Gone Home. Oh, you're right. <laughs> I don't want to say whether or not I liked it a lot or a little, or, you know, but uh, technically, for a future, Rayman Legends came out this year. Yeah. Technically. But. You Do know. you want it on the oh. list? No, no, no. I I won't fight for it because I wanna I wanna keep my real thoughts on it vague. Here's but a uh, Pikmin came out this year. Pikmin three. Oh yeah. Pikmin three. Wait, is Pikmin three is Wii U going in with the Series X and? Mm, I, I want to say no. I would say it's closer. No. Yeah, yes, it is. Yeah, Wii U is going with those two. Wii U. Well, you only was out for a single year of this generation. I, I think I accidentally so, said yeah. Series X. I meant Xbox One and, and PS4. Oh. All right. So we have 51 games here, and we can only have oh my 16. God. All right. So let's pick the must-keeps. Um, We should have at least four of each console, I think. 
Okay, so, so Owen, do... you can pick the Xbox. Peter, we'll pick the Wii's, and then we'll come together on the PlayStations. No Metal Gear Solid Four. We don't want to. Oh, it's here. Never mind. I take it back. Can we just put MDS Four as a PS3 one? Yes. Yeah. What else would we put it as? No, no. I I was saying like, can we just do that easily? Pretty much. Oh, okay. Uh, since this is a BNY list, can we uh, to twenty twelve? Let's make an addition. PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale. Fuck yeah! This is our list. My first mm. nominee on the three sixty list will be Halo Three. I added the Last of Us to the PS three list. Oh yeah, well, let's. Oh yeah, we're doing this. <laughs> You guys should add a Wii game. Uh, Mark, let's bro. start with one we agree on: Metroid let's, Prime Three Corruption. Let's let's start with Prime Corruption. Yeah. Why Why are you so hot on that, Peter? I I've watched it's another game that I've watched Mark play a lot, and I like it. If they brought the trilogy to Switch, would you play it, Peter? Yes, I would. Oh, you'd hate it, but I'd love to hear your thoughts. I was wondering. Uh, well, we should probably include one of the Uncharted's for PS3, right? Uncharted 2. I think I'm going to go with 3. I'm going to do 3. You don't sound happy to do 3. Because I I, I feel slightly sentimental towards 2 because one of my two. college classes, uh, I just did a whole presentation on Uncharted 2. So I have a soft spot I'm cool with 2. So we're doing 2 then? Yeah, uh, but I feel... Okay, we'll do 2. I'm very back and forth with it, but we'll just do it. So now for another Wii game. Brawl. Brawl. We're kicking the Mario Galaxy can't down the road for now. We'll get there when we get there. That's the last Wii game we'll pick. What are the three PS3 games? Uh, MGS4, The Last of Us, Uncharted 2. Okay. Uh... So New Vegas, Owen. What are your thoughts? Well, I want it, but I already have Skyrim here. And the one game... It... It this can also fall into the uh, into the last four in because there's going to be four more spots after we fill the four on um for these specific consoles. I want to make sure Dark Souls gets in here, but I'm it's not fine. I'm yeah, not fair. sure if that should be a definitive 360 one or not. Um, it probably shouldn't be. In fact, if it has a, a better case for anything, it would probably be PS3. But I think an infamous game should probably be in the PS3. That's sport. exactly what I was gonna say. I I recall liking <sighs> one more personally, but here's the problem. I think one has a better story, but the combat in two I think is so much better. I think one has a better twist. Yes. It oh does. my god! It, it has one of my. It has a fucking great. One. I'm okay. I want to I'm okay with one. I just I two the, also deserves respect. I I almost don't even remember the gameplay of two as much as I remember the twist of one. Yeah, one one I think really set the bar really high and put. Also, I on just the map. I don't know why I kind of like the like New Marais. It's like oh here's a, our own nice take on like New Orleans. Whereas like I don't know what is what is Empire City? Is that what it's called in one? Is that what they're taking New York City? I, I think, think so. so yeah. I like how grimy and shitty it is. I don't know why. I think I'm going to close out the 360 section, and I'm going to do... Um, oh, my God. I just lost my place. Where was I? Portal 2. I'm going to do GTA 4. Mm-hmm. And... No Portal. Okay. I was going to do Mass Effect 2. Uh, God damn yeah. right. That's a good idea. So that's the four 
for 360. We have the 4 for PS3, which is MGS4, The Last of Us, uh, Uncharted 2, and Infamous. And then we have Metroid Prime 3 Corruption, and we have Brawl. Wii Sports. Yeah, Sports. You guys want to fight for that on, on the bracket. You think it's one of the basically all right, all right, one of the all right, best all right, four okay, okay, okay. I I think okay. it is. Uh, you you think... can you can say this. I'm just testing. Hang on, you hang on, hang on. I, I absolutely. Right. If we had a fifth spot, Mark, we have Xenoblade and a Mario Galaxy to get to. We have to ah, you exactly. got me. <laughs> I, yeah, exactly. It could have been any of the fifth game. spot. Then yeah, everyone gets to come, but we can't. I I mean, I would pick Xenoblade and Wii Sports over any either Mario Galaxy. What? I would definitely do that. That doesn't surprise me that Mark would say but that. But that's me. The, oh, Xenoblade Chronicles definitely going in. We're, we're gonna, it's already we're gonna do in. That. Well, it's my hot take. Mark, usually, is that it's I Mario think, Galaxy. Come I on. I think Mario Galaxy is extremely overrated. I, just, I think it is I my... I knew those he two, would do this. I fucking knew he would do this. It's no... no. This is this is a take I've had for a long time. I think oh, you must say it's no Mario Sunshine? It's no... It just doesn't have the personality that Sunshine has, even though it's an extremely janky. I think if we're talking about the best of this generation that it has to offer, I think a Mario Galaxy game should probably be here. Oh, did you play Mario? Oh, and you played Mario Galaxy. I've never beaten it, but I've played it. Mario Uh, Galaxy One should be on here, but I'm seemingly the only one who's gonna fight for it because Mark, the Nintendo diehard, shitting on Mario Galaxy. I'm gonna say two. But that's just my take. Oh, and help me. I've I've only played one. Um, well, then there you go. I can offer some thoughts on it, so I guess we'll go one. Yay! Okay, we have four more spots left in this generation. I want to give one of them to Dark Souls. I have a suggestion. I know we like Metal Gear Solid 4, but how would we feel if we swapped it with Journey? I would feel pretty bad about that. Uh, yeah, no, Journey's not getting out here. What about swapping it with The Walking Dead? Well, we have we have, Mark, we have three four more spots, spots here. Oh, there are three. Well, yeah. never mind then. Let's put The Walking Dead on here. Yeah, The Walking Dead. We're not even considering GTA Five. I find that funny. Yeah, because um, it's the best thing that that song did was popularize that one song in the trailer. Popularize one of the most famous songs from Queen. You mean? No, 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 not that one. You're not talking about Radio Gaga? No! I'm talking oh. about the, uh... Help me. It's the one with the fucking saxophone in the end. The saxophone? I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't know the song. <laughs> yes, you do! I mean, yes, you I do. Know, maybe I know the song if I actually Oh, the sa- the oh song. hang on. It's on my Spotify. I, I, I listened to it still hang on i'm gonna fucking get it oh and you know the song you play it all the time i very i bet i do but um i don't i don't know whatever you were just doing hang on i'm i'm not moving on until i get this i didn't even know radio gaga was used in the marketing yeah it was like the first trailer or not uh, first story trailer i believe all right, right, you let's you two figure out. We, <laughs> I'm hunting this down. We have a final game here, and I might throw a curveball here because I want to represent the generation more than my Not taste. Not Gears of War three, Fallout three. 
Oh, I won't fight that. That's fine. What if, what if I raised you a New Vegas instead of three? I think New Vegas is a better game, but I want I want to think about representing the generation better, and I think Fallout Three is the is the heavy hitter in that sense. And uh, also, don't don't let my New Vegas love fool you. Fallout Three is still a great game, and there are some naysayers mm-hmm. out there, but they're wrong. I mean, I I have not played either, so I can't really say anything definitively, but. Just from word of mouth and what I've read online, if I were to lean more direction, uh, New Vegas sounds like the cooler game, but that's just me. And and I, you would be right, but I'm I'm taking cultural weight into account. And we have this generation unseated. We have Halo 3, Skyrim, GTA 4, Mass Effect 2, Metroid Prime 3, Corruption, Brawl, Xenoblade Chronicles, Mario Galaxy 1, Metal Gear Solid 4, The Last of Us, Uncharted 2, Infamous, Dark Souls, The Walking Dead Season 1, Portal 2, Fallout 3. And now we got to make the list for the next console generation. I already have Pikmin 3 on here. Thank, um, thank God that's the first game with a Well, Well, because, because you already said it, so I just wrote it down okay. and, and put it in the list. Um, We're in... 2014 and i'm not sure how many games we're going to be adding here it was not a good year uh donkey kong country tropical freeze thank oh, you oh yes I'm so we are including well I mean, deluxe I, I, comes later so i'm not gonna blow true. my load at this but, but we're not we're not doing i i, I, I don't think that, we should be doing remakes or anything like, no i agree not for this list you're totally right i'm not gonna fight for it but I just know that in life we later on get deluxe, which is better in every way. So I'm not gonna be like, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna like pull people like by their fucking collars out of the way to defend Mario Kart 8. I, I bought Wii U for Mario Kart 8. And, and what did that do for you? Well, I mean, I loved Mario Kart 8. Yeah. I didn't love the Wii U. We we got some heavy hitters in in uh, 2015. We're gonna start with Undertale. <sighs> Could we put Shovel Knight in 2014? I don't think Shovel yes. Knight's going to hold a candle to yeah, but I everything it else, but yeah. yeah. Um, Mark, do you want Bloodborne? I do. I do want Bloodborne. I want Rocket League. I'm still looking for that GTA 5 song because I know I'm not crazy. No, I'm not going to fight for Ori in the Blind Forest. I'm going to be fighting for uh, something else later. Oh, wait, will I? Will a, of the Wisps. Yes, I did because it came out. Will of the Wisps came out like halfway through 2020. It came out. It came. It was one of the last games to come out for this Xbox One, so I still get to include it. Uh, 2016 Stardew Valley. Sure. Um, Overwatch. Overwatch, sure. Yeah. Uncharted Four. Yes. Which is a, a game I Doom. might actually kind of fight for. Doom. Do we consider Mario Kart 8 or Persona 5? Do do we consider them being the, that like final version? Do we consider Mario Kart 8 to just be deluxe and we consider Persona 5 to just be Well, real? my question is, are we including Switch on this? That's a great question. That's very complicated. I kind of don't want to. I kind of don't to want to keep it to simpler. Either. 
I also I don't, don't want to. I don't want to either, but we can like have an honorable mention of things we would have picked. Nah, well that, that could, then we could just do Switch PS5 Series X one day. Um, okay. Uh, uh, Titanfall 2, but then Mark would have a fucking heart attack. So, I'm gonna put Persona yeah, 5, should. and we'll just figure out if we're talking about Royal or not. XCOM I mean, 2. I mean, Royal still is in this generation, so I don't see a problem. At least with X-Com- Persona 4 Golden, it's a Vita game, so Here, true. We would here's, what I'm gonna do. here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna fight for XCOM 2. You guys are gonna, like, roll your eyes and scoff. And then you're gonna play it, and later on, you two are gonna regret not including XCOM 2 after you play it this year and love it as much as you do. Well, for the time being, Peter, my eyes are rolling, and I am ready to scoff. Include Minecraft before? Did oh, it? No. Did it come out during the generation or no? Alpha and final release came out through that the 360 era, so I think we should back. It's already for gone. A it's already gone. Are you sure? It's not too late. It's gone. It's technically um, not too late. What of those sixteen do you want to swap out for? Fallout Three. I would swap GTA 4, but Owen would have to give the seal of approval. It seems like an Owen game would go for it, which is why I'm not sure if I want to force that situation. I think it would be a mistake to get rid of GTA 4 and not have any GTA representation from last generation. Yeah. Well, you got Red Dead. No, No, we didn't have Red Red Dead in, in this generation, but... Um... Did you hear the little smile that formed on the edge of his mouth there, Mark, as he said that? I would be looking at either Fallout 3 or The Walking Dead Season 1 for Minecraft. Fuck you! You said The Walking Dead or what? Or, Or Fallout 3. We do have another Bethesda on here, so... We do. We do! All right, yeah, we do, so that works. Now I have to decide. Actually, Mark Mark will contribute to Skyrim, so never mind. Because I like Fallout Three more than Skyrim, but I like a lot of Skyrim mods, so I'm going to say a lot of things about that when we cross that bridge. I'll just put Minecraft there. Okay, that is amended. Um, last game I put is Dishonored Two. We are still in 2016. Plus, there's. What Nintendo games came out in 26? <gasps> How could I forget? Year of Luigi. Now that was two years ago. That was 2014. Yeah, oh, come on. But hit JRPG uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions from the Wii U. I don't think that one will get very far. No. But you're putting it on the list at Sorry. least. So, you know. Sorry, Kyle. Kyle that we know, not writer Kyle. I hope you're um, doing well, writing Kyle. Are we including this in the episode? Some of it. All right. The whole thing. So you're only recording, Owen? It's okay that Peter and I are not recording it? Yeah, yeah, it's okay. Okay. I'll probably actually include a decent chunk of this, because uh, whenever we're not leaving big gaps of air, I think what we're saying is perfectly fine. Um, Mark, any love for The Witness? Uh, A game I still have to finish, but... No. Lord knows I don't. I have not played enough of it to really talk about it or fight for it in this list. Or not list. Bracket. Alright. Uh, it's time for 2017. 
All it's right, to <laughs> shotgun blast the games here. So, well, now, devil. now Nintendo leaves, right? Are we not including the Switch at all? Yes. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So that does lessen it. I mean, there's still plenty of games to go for them. I, I see Nier Automata. We've uh, got... I, I just want to continue to jab at this here. Are we sure we're making the right decision on the Switch? I don't think we are. I I really don't think we are. I it's don't just... think we are either. Now that I think about you it, you were just more. for this idea like seven minutes ago. And I Who changed my mind. Ear? I changed my mind. Is there a cutoff for Switch? But I, I don't think there is because I feel like it is a ling. Like to this day, the biggest criticism the Switch has is that it feels like lingering hardware from an older generation. Guys, did we include Uncharted Four before? Yeah. We did. Okay. Um, I think Switch should be here. Like okay. the fact that we're talking about last generation and Breath of the Wild wouldn't be we, on there. We, we literally have three Nintendo games in this generation and we wouldn't be including any more. But Breath of the Wild isn't last gen, Mark, because it's still on a console that I've just been playing all day. It's also on the Wii U too, I guess, so you know. Works that Cross way. Cross gen, hey, that's that disqualifies No, it. no, not all uh, but it's cross gen, but within like the same gen generation. Yes, I did. We're we're playing God here. I well, no doing. Nintendo it's, decided to play God. It's their fault, Peter. It's not. Well, ours. they are God. They can do it. Oh, well, they are. They are. They I I think it's just a mistake to not include it. So let's do Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey 2018. Time to really shotgun some stuff into here. We've got God of War. We've got Smash Ultimate, Red Dead Redemption Two. We got Celeste. We've got this. This is going to be bigger than the last one. I mean, I think we all knew it was going to be Return of the Overdone. I would insist that the best games came out during the 360 and PS3 era. Well, we're about to do a whole bracket based on that. So we're going to come to a conclusion on that, Peter. We're going to do Spider Man. Any Octopath Traveler love? Oh, there is a lot of love, but I, I love that game actually. I love, love, love it. I'm very excited for two next month. Still upset that Joe has it on his fantasy draft and it's not on my team. That's how I felt with him having Sparks of Hope. Um, but now we can we'll move it past it because I don't think it'll make the list. I don't think it stands a chance. This is a, a tough competition. All right, 2019. We're going to have Hades. Yes, we are. Baba is you. Baba is you. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 3? Uh, no. Nah. no. Kingdom Hearts 3 Remind, I could be convinced. But no, you Hearts can't, 3? Mark. It's not. It doesn't make it good. It just it's, makes a great it, game. it's a it great just, game. It's, it's just, you ha- Owen, imagine, Owen, you have just an individual shit on the ground. That's Kingdom Hearts 3. Now imagine you, in your attempt of cleaning it, you just smear it everywhere. That's Kingdom Hearts 3 Remind. Yeah, but then the gameplay's amazing. For like, you've never smeared a shit like this in your life before, and you <laughs> want to do it again. Shit, the way this smeared shit is. Right, in 2020, it is time for Animal Crossing: New Horizons. Last of Us Part Two. Doom Eternal. Ghost of Tsushima. Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Fall Guys, absolutely. Anyone going to fight for FF7 Remake? What's that? Wait, what? I said, what's that? FF7 Remake? 
Yeah, what is that? Okay, that's the that's what we're doing then. All right. Genshin Impact. Next. No. Hey, you liked Genshin Impact. It's a fun game, but I don't want to talk about it on the podcast more than I have to. Those fans are crazy. <laughs> and you just said that on air. I'm going to Hey, hey. This is the editing room. This this is not the final product right now. <laughs> if you play Genshin Impact and you're listening to this right now, I wasn't talking about you though. You're but you? Cool. He was talking about you. You the listener. Yeah, but you on the other you, hand. You in particular, you yeah. rotten fuck. Yeah, think about what you did. Apologize to those Sonic fans. You were harshing and being really mean to a month ago. Think about them. You want to do shit. this the way we did the last list? Should we? Uh, we can Actually, do... no, because there are no Xbox games really worth singling out. Exactly. Um... Other than... Well, I mean, if we want to do that, there's one. Okay. I mean, I have several of my favorite games of all time and, like, borderline several uh, games of all time on this list. So I have several I plan to fight for. Um, okay. So we have four automatics right now just because we all have it listed. So we have Undertale, Mario Kart 8, Mario Odyssey, and Smash Ultimate. Um, Nintendo. I think there's going to be a lot of Nintendo because I think we should just put Breath of the Wild on here. I kind of... Okay, I agree. Uh, Tropical Freeze. I'm down. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yes. I would More be finding. One of the best platforms Nintendo's ever made. Sixteen, um, six of them are Nintendo. Uh, I'm I'm not even sure if we're done yet. Um, I think Rocket League should make it. Uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. There are others fine, that will come fine. before. Yeah, I put Red it on Dead my two. But... We'll put it on the side. Red Dead Two, yes, absolutely. I, I know I'll lose that, so that's fine. Um. Oh, and how did how have you not played more of Doom Eternal? What are you doing? I don't know. When I tried playing it the first time, it just didn't click with me. I'm not. I'm not making any assertions about the game, but I just I was in a hating games period, and I tried playing it. Okay. Mark, how is Three Houses not on your list? Ah, uh, because I'm playing a better Fire Emblem right now. Oh, <laughs> That's like why. more. <laughs> I just feel a little bit smaller. Like characters on it. whose hair is down to their fucking kneecaps. Well, sometimes uh, they put it in a ponytail, and it looks much more manageable at that point. Uh, I will fight for XCOM Two, especially. Uh, I promise you, in as you two will have wanted it on here in retrospect when we play it in March. Once Until- we get to that, you two will be like, "Damn, I should have had this." Well, this I'm going to put it lower than these ones right now. Like, yeah. if we have ones that we singularly want to champion, let's put it lower for Fine. for the time being. Um, okay, Owen, let's make a deal. Yep. We, You and I, I, I will say yes to Spider-Man if Tilu 2 does not make it. I'm I'm just not positive I'm willing to do that. Um, I want to fight for Rocket League? League as my favorite game of all time. Um, what about, God, can we all just put... God of War 2018 on this right now? Uh, Neither of us championed it. <laughs> I mean, I still really like that game. I know you two are getting sour on God of War, but I, I still really like that game. I, I, I like it. Ragnarok. I like it. I'm just I'm just not ready. And that's also what I was kind of thinking, too. I was thinking, like, oh, well, Ragnarok, I think, is better. I, like, well, Ragnarok is, is the... Not here. I Ragnarok... Know, I know. Ragnarok is the infamous two. So what we're talking about but, is infamous, but, except it's 
we have, but Infamous One still made it, so that's not a good comparison, Mark. Except Ragnarok is just objectively better. I think we might be a little too strict so far because we only have seven games that are locked in, and we need. 16. I'm surprised you. I'm surprised oh. you guys didn't get Persona Five in here yet. Yeah, let's well, we do, do it. have two. Let's do it. Yeah. How do we feel about trusting me on? Or you guys haven't played Celeste, but Celeste guys. No. Maybe no. I'm, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it in the, put it on the bottom. Section. How about where is it? I mean, there are games that at least two of us chose. I don't know why we're going to the individual ones right, like right off the bat. Because Celeste is one I want to fight for, and you guys have one you got to fight for, and Celeste is the one I will fight for. Hades, Owen. Oh yeah, I'd complete oversight. Um, Tlu two. No. What if we say God of War twenty eighteen as well? As well, I'll even I'll I will okay Tlu two if God of War can come because Tlu two at least fucking plays like a dream. I'll never take that away from it. Mm -hmm. You can just shoot. And I do like most of the game, and then you know, as I've said, things happen that make. I think we should put all three on the bottom layer in, and then we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Two spots left. All right. I'm going to fight for Ori. <laughs> I'm going to fight for Ori till I'm blue in the fucking face. XCOM 2, I'm fighting for more because we're playing that later, and I know you guys will come to love it, so I feel more confident in that. Ori was the other game I could for um, our gaming or 2023 predictions. I originally was going to say, oh, I'll have them play Ori, but it's a sequel. So it wouldn't have worked if it were if it was a if it was the first in a game. Well, you could have just had us play the first one. Yeah, but I don't want you to. I don't want because Ori in the Will of the Wisp is better in every way. I don't want you guys to be like changed to blind forest and then potentially miss Will of the Wisp. Oh, Peter. So, on a side note, speaking of, actually, I don't want to go to tangents. Forget no, about it. We got I, a long list to go through. I would personally want Spider Man in here, and while me and Peter have the double here. I do want to pitch something, which is what if Peter gets Ori, but me and Mark bring in Outer Wilds? Hey! I am okay with that. That's a big win. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm satisfied with that. I have no ill will towards Outer Wilds. Is that the last slot right there? Yeah, these are the last two. Oh man, poor fall, guys. Alright, and we are back in real time. It's time. For us to argue some of these out. We have two different brackets. We have the Breath of the Wild bracket and we have the Last of Us bracket. Those are the two one seeds. Um, I think we should pick which bracket we want to do, and then I'll reveal the matchups for that bracket, and then we just go through it. And then once we get to the other bracket, I'll reveal the okay. matchups of that one. Peter, I don't know if you've looked at the brackets yet, but I I know we have access to them, but I have not looked at them yet because I wanted to react to them yeah, with I everybody else well, in real time. Okay. Well, then do real time. Do you guys want Breath of the Wild or The Last of Us? Let's do The Last of Us. All right. So, The Last of Us bracket. The 1 versus 16 matchup. We have 32 games, by the way. That, that was probably established before, but I just want to make it clear. 1 through 16 is... Last of Us versus XCOM 2. Fucking Jesus Christ, Owen. A crazy 
crazy 9-8 matchup between Xenoblade Chronicles and Persona 5. Okay. Battle of the JRPGs. We have the 5-12 matchup of Portal 2 versus Rocket League. The 4-13 matchup of Red Dead Redemption 2 versus Metroid Prime 3. Oh, oh no. <laughs> the 3-14 matchup of Mass Effect 2 versus Mario Kart 8. Oh, that's done. The 6 and 11 matchup of Mario Odyssey versus Mario Galaxy. Ooh, oh, that's that's kind of tough. Um, uh, maybe not mm. tough. Yeah, but yeah. uh the 7 and 10 matchup of Super Smash Brothers Brawl versus God of War 2018. Peter, Peter <laughs> that's, uh, that's a tough one for you. Yeah, I, I admittedly it really is. Um, and then the 2 versus 15 matchup is Undertale versus GTA 4. Wow. <laughs> Couldn't be any... The, imagine the, fan, the hardcore fan bases of those two games meeting up in person. Yeah, but who wins in a fight? They all get to work together. It's the GTA fans. All right. It's the GTA fans. I think it's probably the GTA fans. I, I mean, the, under, the Undertale fans are going to go through the fight and try to get the pacifist ending of the fight. And it's not going to And gonna they're going to have really sick fan art about when their one friend got their fucking face kicked in. Should we do uh, the full bracket and get our finalist here? Or should we do like round one, round one, round two, round two? Uh, I think we should go through all the first rounds and then move on to all yeah, the winners and move through the bracket that way. Okay. And the last clarification I'll make is I think we should do the first rounds. And then after that, I think we should run through the brackets. Um, Like when we come back to the last of us and we do two, three, and four rounds, I think we should just run through those ones and then go back to the other one. Okay. Um. All right. The last of us versus XCOM 2. I don't think this one. Hang on. Hang on. You can say what, what you want. Hang on. I, I don't want to say too much because, again, you guys are about to embark on this journey in a couple months. Mm -hmm. But just XCOM 2, it's so good. It's so fucking good. I can't. The enemy diversity, the uh, uh, how much the game trusts you to balance all of its different, like, Aspects and problems you have to solve. Yeah, they got your some problems you got to solve too, though. Your own units and your own team. The skill, the, the fucking look of the game, the sound design. It's so fucking good, you guys. It's so good. Oh, Peter. The, la the Last of Us is riding off of a hit HBO show running right now, and you're forcing us to play XCOM 2. Let me say this. Here's a prediction. I know these don't matter. Mark will like this game more than Tilu after he's done playing it. I, I don't won't. I don't think that will be the case. I think there's a chance I'll like it more than Tilu because I'm the softest. Okay. All right. All right, I'll I'll take the I'll take this knowing that in the future you guys will come to love if, this game, so I can live with this. XCOM 2 combines with me thinking the last of us show is just better than the game then uh there will there will be some interesting discussions on the pod I think. but okay i'll take this i'll i'll be saying hi to xcom 2 again in a few months so I, I can take this um all right let's just keep going down i almost want to say this on. One, but 
Xenoblade at nine, Persona Five at eight. We take the definitive versions of these games, um, mm-hmm. because Royal they, and the Nintendo Switch version of Xenoblade. Yeah, and e- even though like it's supposed to be generation versus generation, I just think it's smarter to take the, the definitive. Versions. I mean, Xenoblade got a lot of modern updates, so I think that's fine. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm obviously Team Persona Five. Peter's obviously Team. Xenoblade Chronicles. It's these are, Mark. I, Mark, these I want two... you to think of some story beats. Okay, I want you to think of some of the biggest moments in Xenoblade One. How fucking incredibly well act they are. Not your typical over the top JRPG dialogue or direction. They just talk like human beings. Other than Ryan, they talk like human beings. Other and Ricky, they talk like human beings <laughs> in that game. I mean, think they about do. the most emotional. Think about Shulk screaming, I'll kill you. Think about the way the actor does that fucking scream. The emotion, the anger, the raw, just monstrous bloodlust. Mm-hmm. It's so fucking good. Think about the incredible, unique worlds and locations you go to that no other store. You do not get that sort of unique location than any other JRPG. You don't. You just simply don't. The fucking, I know Persona 5 also has incredible music, but the music in Xenoblade is also fucking great. Think of the ending. The ending is a great fucking ending, Mark. Xenoblade Chronicles Defender Edition. You have mm-hmm. to pick it. Um, Persona 5 has some really great characters. Mm-hmm. Persona 5 invented Jazz, Peter. I don't know if you know this. It did. Um, and Isn't there like a teacher who wants to fuck or something in that game and they shouldn't be? Well, not exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, not, not exactly. Mark, like, that's not in Xenoblade. There's no inappropriate shit like that in Xenoblade. True. You just get to absorb it. In the first Xenoblade, the worst thing I could throw at Xenoblade Chronicles here is sometimes Charlotte has some weird outfits, like but, in a customized but, but armor. You, you don't. She doesn't have to wear them. They're not forced on you. It's true. You don't have to go through the teacher storyline. Also in Persona yeah. Five, also you don't have but, to. Hey, touch you know. But Persona Five specializes itself in all of its side content. It's one of mm-hmm. the main pillars that holds it up is all the side content. Whereas. In a fucking piece of equipment where Charlotte has a weird outfit on. It's just, you might not even mm. ever find it. I am also of the mind, and maybe it's grown on you a ton, but I, I think Persona 5 is pretty objectively better gameplay than Xenoblade 1. It's This is the hard thing. Like, comparing a lot of RPGs, especially the Xenoblade games, like, from a game design perspective, when I look at JRPGs, and even with Xenoblade, my wife, one of my best friends has called me out a lot of the time because I've been conflicted how I look at Xenoblade Chronicles 1 because I look at it and I think its combat is is so outdated because it's been built on so much. Uh, I but And I also think trying to recommend someone to Xenoblade is hard because the combat is not as intuitive and at face value, not as approachable and not as fun to a lot of people as something like Persona 5 would be, but... Uh, I know deep down I do love Xenoblade Chronicles more than Persona 5. I, I I truly do. There was a point in time in my life where I did not think that's how I felt. That's because I was so clouded by the fact that I look at Xenoblade's combat and I'm just like, I can't recommend this to someone because it's just got a bigger barrier of entry. And there's just better Xenoblade games out there in terms of combat. Like, it is just outdated in this sense but at its core uh it is still a very uh 
magical jrpg uh where like peter's saying the music and the world building come together very well the characters uh i would probably at this point say i think i like the cast of xenoblade more than persona 5 where Fuck yeah. they're 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 a bit more down to earth like i feel like the cast of persona 5 has more personality than some of the characters in xenoblade but the characters in persona 5 can kind of come off as a bit more like uh archetypes arch- archetypal is the word yeah i'm looking for it there um and there's definitely some archetypes in the xenoblade characters as well but it's not not the same like persona 5s are in that sense but the, uh, not to not to knock it because like these are two of the best jrpgs out there i want to say uh but if i really had to pick between the two this this is this is like if we're gonna be hmm, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, but this is this is this is a comparison I have been struggling with for a long, long time. And now you have to decide. This and now a lot of other debates yeah. we have to have. And now all of a sudden, because of some fucking RNG, I have to come to this conclusion right here, right now. Um, fuck. My heart says Xenoblade. My mind says Persona Five. Um, but I want to go with my heart. I can sway this. Mm-hmm. I never, for a second, thought that Persona Five would be moving on. I think this is Xenoblade's win. I do. I want to say yeah. Xenoblade, but it's I feel like it's Xenoblade. I feel it's like Xenoblade. exactly, but I feel like I'm just being biased by my my own love for the game. But like, this is that not what I'm? B and Y tournament it list. Is. You're not it going is. up to the fucking like. This isn't like official hit video game history. It's true, but th- th- this this comparison's tough for me. This one specifically, well, I will. There will be no other comparison we have to make throughout this bracket that is going to cause me such internal conflict in this comparison here. But let's but say Xenoblade can just be over. It can be, it can be, but it doesn't yeah. feel like I really settled it here. But Xenoblade will move on. Woo! <laughs> All right. We have Portal 2 versus Rocket League. Rocket League is, I really think it might be my favorite game of all time. It's definitely my favorite multiplayer game. Uh, I think the mechanics are the epitome of easy to learn, difficult to master, and learning how to maybe not quite master, but how to get better with those mechanics and start competing in higher leagues, I think is amazing. And there's nothing quite like the thrill I get when, when I'm the guy in a match, uh, everyone in sports says he's him, which I find really stupid. I don't know I'm why so fucking sick that. of that. But, but like when I'm him in rocket league, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. And I love it. But, I just know Portal 2 is moving on. So I feel like time shouldn't be wasted. Portal 2? You would vote Portal 2 as well, Peter? I would vote Portal 2. I would also vote Portal 2. Um, We have Red Dead Redemption 2 versus Metroid Prime 3. I think I know which way this Mark one is going. Mark Rundoss' theme is sick. Like, Prime 3? Both of these games are... It's interesting enough, like strong candidates of games I really want to play again because I feel very strongly about both of them. Dark Samus is so cool in Metroid Prime 3, Mark. 
it's cool, so cool. But Arthur Morgan is cooler than Dark Samus, Peter. I'm sorry to say it. I know he's afraid, but like Dark Samus isn't afraid. That's the whole thing. She's tough. She's badass. Samus isn't afraid. Dark Samus would like if if Dark Samus had to fight Arthur Morgan. Dark Samus would go at Arthur Morgan because she's a beast. But Arthur and Morgan would also like without any judgment go after this beast coming after him but he'd say what the hell's that thing over there and then <laughs> later on uh uh he he would deal with the fight get away or win and just kind of like cope with the fact that he had to go up against this thing and deal with it his own way and you get to just ride around the west as he kind of deals with having to fight a space monster god damn it dutch god damn it. <laughs> Dutch, these space monsters won't stop. It's okay, Arthur. We just need more money. <laughs> um, but yeah, but Red Dead Two. Yeah, Red, Red Dead Two moves on. Um, we have Mass Effect Two versus Mario Kart Eight. Is this the best-selling Mario Kart of all time? It's the it's Nintendo's best-selling game of all time. Number one on Switch. I believe it's it's at about. More, more than one in every three Switch has a copy of Mario Kart Eight, which is just crazy. It's, yeah, and it just it it won't stop selling. Or I don't know if it's Nintendo's best. Okay, they include Wii Sports with the same number as Wii consoles sold, or a lot of Wii consoles sold because obviously you bought it with the fucking console. So I, I, I kind of, I, Mark, I don't know about you. I, I don't really like yeah, including you, Wii Sports. You say non-packing, like non-packing. Yeah, non-packing. I think Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is their best-selling game of all time. I, I, I'm not here to contest that. I think that's actually no. That very, being very said, true. it's Mass Effect 2. Like I, I want to you know Ma- give Mark, Mario Kart Deluxe sure? some roses. Are you sure it's Mass Effect 2? Mark, I mean Mass Effect 2 also a game I would love to replay because there was a point in time Mass Effect 2, no question. In my top five games of all time. It was for just... me, and then I hadn't played it in a long time. I started going like, is it still? And then me, James, and Joe replayed the trilogy. Well, Joe played it for the first time, and James and I played alongside him in 2021 in the remastered trilogy. And it's like, yeah, no, this is one of the best games ever made. Like, unequivocally. I mean, it really set the standard for Bioware storytelling to like such a high degree. Like and and outside of that, I think when it comes to like world building and games, I feel like the Mass Effect games, the world built there is one of the best worlds built. It is so very interesting. I love all of the different races, all of their cultures and their history that you kind of have to, not necessarily even have to, but just can learn about. There's so much built there and there's a lot of interesting stuff built in there. On top of that, just Mass Effect 2 is just a very cool game built on choices where I don't think there's ever one been One of the a best game. final missions in games as well. I would agree. Very, very iconic. Uh, I would definitely lean toward Mass Effect 2 because as fun as Mario Kart is and this is definitely the best Mario Kart like hands down and they're still adding content to it um, Mass Effect 2 is just very very special and a, a narrative game like that definitely strikes home more with me yeah Mass Effect 2 moves on uh, there's no question I wanted, to, I wanted to test it the next one though we let's have see. Mario Odyssey at six versus Mario Galaxy at eleven. I'm I'm just gonna say Odyssey. Yeah, I'm it's Odyssey. Odyssey. Thank um, God. Galaxy is a fine game, but like it's literally being put up against 
a game in its own series that we all understand one of them is just objectively better. Now we have Smash Brawl at 7 versus the number 10, God of War 2018. And my vote goes to God of War 2018. All right, hang on. I have to... I'm speaking for him as well in this. Oh. I've never been more excited for anything in my entire life than Brawl. Not before or after. And I know Mark is the exact same way. I mean, Brawl taught me how to... Uh, raise the hype and be a part of a hype train for anything I, in this world. I don't know if for the rest of my life on planet Earth I will ever be more excited for anything than I was Brawl. Honest to God. I don't know if it's physically possible. I can only wish. I can only yeah, dream. Really, I wake up in the faint of <laughs> night just chasing now, those sorts of highs again. You guys had an exceptional hype train. But quick aside, there is no feeling that compared to being incredibly excited for a video game when you were younger. Oh my god. The the, the game the game that jumps to mind for me, um, when it comes to like maybe I'll never be more excited again is a Battlefront two. Oh my god, when when I knew that Battlefront two was gonna be like at home when I got back from school. I was losing my mind. I hate to beat this guy. Is it the EA one? The the no. the original. The original okay. Battlefield. That's the great thing about me. naming conventions is that now there's multiple games called something two or something three. You're telling like, me that Owen's telling a story about how excited he was when he was young about back in 2017. <laughs> <laughs> that he couldn't that was six years ago, you know? I was, I, was in, teens. I was in college. Do you think I was happy? I, 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 look, I was... Just asking questions. I'm just asking questions. Okay, I'm just asking questions. Um, yeah, so Brawl, most exciting thing ever. It is. And Kratos getting uh the rework that he needed was cool and all, but a game that uh, like I don't know a, what I'm gonna in say. a pre Marvel <laughs> world where we didn't have things like the Avengers and like crossovers and everything weren't super big, Smash Brothers in, in the gaming field was such a big deal. Here's... Because seeing seeing people cross over and this is the first time we had third parties coming over, Sonic fucking, and Snake. And the were first here. ever third These are party th- character is solid snake. Mm-hmm. Like what? This, these are all things that were just impossible. This isn't how video games were supposed to be made. These are breaking all the rules, and just anything was possible. People's wildest dreams were, were happening. And then they also put in a cool little story mode that was also very cool. And now, for some reason, it's just very popular. It's, it's just a meme of people just making like shitty sound effects for like if you were a Brawl character, like the sound effect that would come through the Wii remote. Like That's just a meme format right now. People love Brawl, and we love Brawl here. Now, we appreciate those memes. I don't know I, what I'm gonna. Pick. I don't want to take brawl love away at all, but um, Smash Ultimate is on the other bracket. I know. Oh, and one of them I think is objectively the better game. I mean, Ultimate's my favorite game of all time. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like it. It's it's those two games is hard because brawl is the game I love the most. But, like, Ultimate is just the best Smash Brothers. Uh, This is the only God of War on the list. That's... 
So I'm going God of War. I'm going God of War because it's the only God of War on the list, and I do really still, I do still really like God of War 2018. I like okay. Ragnarok more, but and Brawl will always again. I've said what I've said about it, but God of War 2018 deserves to move on. I will side with Smash, but Owen, you're probably taking God of War. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm taking God of War. I I'm sorry for all the Brawl love, but you know it's a business. Um. We can skip the next one. We already understand what's happening. Undertale <laughs> is going to beat GTA 4. I feel like I need to remind the podcast once a month that GTA 4 is actually a really good game. But um, I'm fine with it losing to Undertale. Yeah, Sands would beat up Nico Bellic. No problem. Hey, uh, 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 yes. Yes. <laughs> Nico would be very confused. Um. All right. Let's get in to the breath of the wild bracket okay i still haven't seen this one too the 116 matchup is breath of the wild at one versus uncharted two the nine Oof. eight matchup uh celeste is nine telltale the walking dead season one is eight okay the five twelve matchup sees dk tropical freeze face off against dark souls Fucking let's! I'm ready for that one. The four thirteen matchup sees Skyrim versus Ori and the Will of the Wisps. I'm ready. Okay. Um, the three fourteen matchup sees Smash Ultimate versus Infamous. Oh, I mean it's obvious. Fuck. The six eleven matchup sees. Minecraft versus The Last of Us Part 2. The 7-10 matchup sees Hades versus MGS4. That's a tough one. I don't I don't like having to decide between those two right away. And the 2-15 matchup is Halo 3 versus Outer Wilds. Alright, guys. Let's get to work. Let's do this. Um Breath of the Wild beats Uncharted 2 easily. Yeah, no problem. Yes, yes. And now this is the one I feel like I got to start fighting for. I got to roll up the sleeves. The Walking Dead Season 1 versus Celeste. This is an interesting one. I've played Celeste. I've never beaten it, but I've played it. Uh, the Walking Dead, Dead we've talked about it a few weeks ago, so I don't, I don't want to delve too much into it. The best stories ever, like best stories in the gaming list. But, uh, I mean, come on. The Walking Dead is a, a game that, on paper, no one expected anything from Oh, it's the Walking Dead IP, but oh, it's this point-and-click adventure game. What the fuck is this? Ends up being one of the best stories of that generation. Ever told. I'm not ever told in that generation. Lee and Clementine. Iconic gaming duo. Fantastic performances. Great game. Don't ex- and again, it's a point-and-click adventure. Celeste is a 2D Metroidvania. That is... It is a Metroidvania, right, Mark? More of a platformer. It is okay, it's a platformer, platformer not but a it's, Metroidvania. It's a 2D ball. platformer. Again, there's a lot of those. I, that one we're going to be talking about very soon. I love 2D platformers, but it's a genre that is consistently making good games in it. Whereas when The Walking Dead came out, there was no point-and-click adventure game that was really, you know, that was not a genre that was thriving and lively at the time. It brought that genre back on the map. It would then go on to die, a few weeks, a few years later, by this very same people who brought it back. But I think the accomplishment that is The Walking Dead season one is a higher benchmark and more respectable than Celeste. 
Well, uh, as amazing as The Walking Dead is, tells a very great story. We're not just comparing like one of many like 2D platformers that are going above and beyond. This is what I would call the best 2D platformer out there that I've played. Fucking watch your mouth with what's coming next. You watch your mouth. I understand. And there is a second place title that we will talk about later. But I do think this is the number one right here. I just think the movement is so good. There's so many interesting mechanics you can kind of interact with. And the levels are so well built that kind of weave it all together. All wrapped up with a nice little story they tell about overcoming extremely difficult obstacles and an amazing soundtrack wrapped up in all the end. Then uh, on top of that, um, there is a whole DLC they kind of added for free where they even built even further on it where the game's uh, very much recommends you play the main game first because that DLC is hard. I, to this day, still have not been able to beat that DLC. Uh, and occasionally I go back to it every now and then. But uh, there's there's every aspect of Celeste, whether it's how you look at it, how you listen to it, how you feel on the level design, or just how the character controls, all of it is such top-notch uh, and feels so good and all merges together to make such a perfect 2D platformer that uh, as as many highs as The Walking Dead Season 1 has for its narrative, uh, I just don't think it is as sound in every department as Celeste is. And I think Celeste is, in all of its aspects, on that level as how good this, uh, the story is in The Walking Dead. I like being in the power position here. I know you do. Um so Telltale The Walking Dead season one was a, a very important game to me in what was it's over twelve? It's over. He's no, decided. No, no, I'm I haven't it's... decided. I haven't decided. Um it was twenty twelve, right? Yes. I love Lee and Clementine. I think that story is great. I think the story still holds up. The game almost certainly doesn't. I mean, it it was chugging along back then. Um I'm trying to decide if I need to hold it against it at all. Even though I can still enjoy season one, the fact that those games went the route of of the TV show and just ended up getting better. I don't think that should be held against it at all because season one can it can exist on its own. You're right. I don't think yeah. I think it should be a complete standalone thing here. Um and then as for Celeste, a game I enjoyed when I played it, I just uh, didn't beat it when I got it. And a game that I agree is like a really awesome platformer. I think it's technically a better game, and this is me weighing like my, my head versus my heart. Because my heart says Telltale, my head is saying Celeste, and I, I'm just not positive what's going to win out just yet. Here's what I'll say. One last thing. Let's be honest with ourselves. Point and click adventure, not a very fun genre. Not even a very remarkable genre. There's a reason it died out. And even with that said, they still made one of the best narratives of the fucking of that console generation in a point and click adventure game. They made people like point and click again. They brought a genre back from the dead because this game did as good of a job as it did at at everything it was trying to do. You know, I just played a point and click, technically, kind of. Yeah, 
And you want you want to know why I did that? You can thank The Walking Dead season one. You can thank them because they're who did it. And I think even with something like Celeste, like you were even saying before, Peter, that 2D platformers kind of can come around a dime a dozen. And after so many years of 2D platformers, something as fresh and strong as Celeste was still able to get made and stand out. And speaking of, there was actually... Yeah, but we're about to talk about other 2D platformers where this is the only point-and-click adventure game on the list. And I think that just shows how good it is other than all the others. Well, there is specifically just one other 2D platformer on here that is sitting there as... Is there more than one? I'm talking specifically platformers and not like a Metroidvania. You know, like they, I think these are very distinct different categories. Donkey Kong's not a Metroidvania. I'm, I'm and that's, Donkey that's Kong the, Celeste. That's the other See, one I'm talking two about. Two platformers, only and, one point and click. Well, that's because it's a Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. Like that's, these are the two juggernauts of 2D platformers to me, but I think, do think Celeste stands above Tropical Freeze. And I think The Walking Dead Season 1 left an emotional mark on people that most game, most narrative-based games can only dream of leaving. So I think... it's a debate about whether we have platformer representation or emotional mark representation. I still see an emotional mark game that's coming up as well. But an emotional mark game that's told you through point and click, again, that's an achievement. So many people came to love and care about this game and its characters when it was told in a pretty much, let's be honest, an orthodox way at that time in gaming. It's an exclusively point and click. There's a lot of dialogue and kind of things you're moving through. What which... the fuck? I get... No. Oh, and that's bullshit. You know that's bullshit. Like, I... It's not exclusively all that that game is. There are other things that other games have been doing up at this point. It's not like freaking a Sam and Max game was coming out and that's what set the world on fire. Like There, there were some more modern ideas plugged into that that it's definitely powering from. And Celeste is even doing that too, but like... Uh, I think goes above and beyond with those mechanics where I think wrapped up, they tell a great story with these uh, adventure game tools, but I don't think mechanically there's anything like uh, as brilliant, I think, as you see in Celeste, you know? Well, here's the thing. Uh Uh-huh. I sure do love an underdog. So Celeste is moving on. The 9-8 matchup. Sorry, Peter. It's a business. So we have DK Tropical Freeze at 5 versus Dark Souls at 12. This is a tough one. Yeah, oh, and you're climbing uphill. This I, is I, know, I know I'm climbing uphill here. We I, have our own oh, Dark Souls. It's called Donkey Kong Country oh, Tropical and Freeze. Now, and it's I believe I've, I've done that fucking owl boss battle yeah <laughs> I, was, I was punching i was punching i was punching my table playing that fucking owl um i i was uh in the car so i was trying to play handheld i actually had to pull out my pro controller because um well whenever we go to my girlfriend's hometown she always insists on driving there so i mean i'm fine with that i was just in the passenger seat and i was playing dk tropical freeze and I was trying to do that boss battle. And for about 40 minutes, I was trying to do it handheld. And I was like, oh my god, like this can't happen. I have no idea what I'm doing here. And then I had to uh, I had to pull out my Pro Controller, which wasn't charged. So I plugged it into her car. And then I'm there trying to play DK Tropical Freeze for probably another like 30 or 40 minutes. And then I finally beat the fight. But it was... 
it was tough. I, I think I texted you, Peter. I was like, this is yeah. this is harder than any fucking Elden Ring boss I <laughs> <Yep>. ever faced. <laughs> but speaking um, of Elden Ring, I'm now realizing that on here. We think that's too modern. Like that's Elden Ring? Yeah. Elden Ring was available. Oh, it's, it's not available. Series X and it is available on past gen, but uh, we it was. We're not talking El- about right. Elden Ring right. for another That's fucking right. episode. That's right. Um, it is cross gen and not available. Okay, okay. I I know I just have no chance because you guys haven't played Dark Souls, and I I want the case to be that it's quite literally I think one of the greatest games ever made, and. While Demon Souls was the first real sign of the From Software formula, Dark Souls was the first one where where it really clicked together and everything was right. And I still think it holds up as being one of the best of these From Software games. Uh, in my opinion, I, of what I've played, it's the best. And that's only Dark Souls and Elden Ring. Uh, I still like Dark Souls more than Elden Ring. And I just would like that to be acknowledged. I don't think it's going to be, but I would like it to be. Donkey Kong moves on. Yeah, Donkey Kong is very cool. Solaire is cool too, I guess. But Donkey Kong, wait, but Donkey Mark, can you just clarify me? You you beat Donkey Kong, right? Can we move on? <laughs> Am I the only one who's beaten Donkey Kong here? I couldn't get past the final boss many moons ago. And my save file was on a Wii U I have not had access to since 2015, so I could never go back to it directly to fight that boss. And I do own it on Switch. but I also own it on Switch. I'd have to play through the whole game again. And maybe I should, because I do believe this is the second best uh, 2D platformer I've ever played. All right. We have Skyrim at four versus Ori and the Will of the Wisps. My turn. It's my turn. Okay. Ori and the Will of the Wisps, best Metroid 2D Metroidvania ever made. Just full stop. Like, oh, is it? What? It is? What? It, it's the best Metroidvania ever made. I mean, I like Metroid Dread a lot. Yeah, but I think Will of the Wisp is better. Well, you see, I'm about to throw something out there. A game... I have started, not finished, but, you know, like, Hollow Knight is out there, Peter. I want you to fucking look at Hollow Knight and look at Ori. One of them is art in motion. The other looks like angsty drawings that, like, a teenager going through shit would make. It looks disgusting. It looks repulsive. It looks like they would find it in a fucking backpack they haven't opened in years and be like, oh, this is what I was drawing. Oh, my God. Whereas you look at Ori, I would want every fucking shot of Ori in a painting in my fucking house. Are you kidding? The soundtrack of that game is just, if I could, if I, if I close my eyes and thought to myself, if heaven was real and I die, what am I going to hear when I get to the gates of heaven and St. Peter greets me? I would hear the soundtrack of Ori and the Will of the Wisp. That game is fucking magical. It is fantastical. It is remarkable at everything it does. The 
combat and the fucking variety you have in the combat. For normally, normally variety makes you go ah, but Ori is an exception because every single way you can play that game is so goddamn fun. Traversing around the world is so fucking incredibly fun. You're just constantly you're running, you're jumping, you're flying, you're diving, you're constantly moving, and you're moving in a very fast pace. Oh my god, the boss battles are all fucking incredible. Oh my god, I can't say enough about Ori and the Will of the Wisps. More people need to play it. I know it's going to lose if it. I don't care. I XCOM 2 has gone down. The Walking Dead's gone down. I have to fight for this. Mark, do you want to make a case for Skyrim? Uh, I do. There's no other game. Wait a minute. Owen, you love Skyrim, don't you? Mark is speaking. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Skyrim, vanilla Skyrim, is uh, a moment for its time—a really amazing open-world game. Uh, but to modern-day standards, even the way that that game has only grown, and there's just so much more to that game. There's no game. I want to say one thing. What's that? You can't bring in mods. That's not fair. If this is where that's going, you cannot bring in mods because that is uh, that is someone else's work, and that means that this game could always be like become better and better and better over time. I don't think that's fair because Ori cannot do that. Well, it could have if people wanted to do that. If the base but that's was there, not for the it. kind of game that is, and you know that's not. Owen, is that fair? I don't think mods should be considered. I think that. Bethesda games being built specifically with mods in mind makes it fair game. Personally. It is, yeah, it is very much a sandbox that is built to be. Joe, I want you to text in a group to. chat that they're doing it again. When you get, to, whenever you hear this, I want you to text in a group chat. You guys are doing it again. Just a little time capsule, and I'll look at that, and go ha, huh, and then move on with my day. No, I, it's very special. There's no other game that's like supported like this in Skyrim. I. The last time I'd look, which was a couple of months ago, when I dipped my toes back into Skyrim, as I, I do like once a year, um, there's one, there's over a billion downloads for mods on Skyrim on the mod manager alone that I was using, which is a very popular one, the Nexus mod. No other game comes close to having a billion downloads of mods at that point. And that's because not just is there so much content there, but there's so much people still seeking out that stuff throughout time since skyrim was released in what 12 years ago uh there's just so much game to skyrim there's so much ways to play it that uh as cool as ori is and how pretty it is uh there's just so many ways skyrim has been supported to to be reinvented in ways that feels fresh or just people to explore and experiment with whatever they want uh that it is an unrivaled experience in that way so, I like Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas, and Elder Scrolls 4 Oblivion more than I like Skyrim. And I also like Chaos. I want Ori to move on. Okay. Wow, thank you. <laughs> I was ready for it to not. What, what convinces you? I just... Skyrim was a game that I was... Like, I was really excited for Skyrim. And I played a lot of it when I was younger, but I always found myself kind of falling off of it and going back to those other Bethesda games. And I didn't have the words back then to describe why that was happening, 
but I've gone back to it even more times in recent years. And it's just that I don't think it's a very good RPG, and I really liked the further RPG elements of those other games, specifically Oblivion and New Vegas. Um, like it, uh, just to paint an example, I always really rubbed me the wrong way that if you fail the thing to get into the Thieves Guild, they just let you in anyway. Because they just want you to do the quest lines. But in Oblivion, if you fail it, you're screwed. Or you have to wait until the next time they do initiation. Like, I like shit like that. And they dropped it in the name of... uh, I don't know. I guess you could call it, like, accessibility or playability. In the, in the case of Skyrim. Because, like, oh, it shouldn't be too difficult to enter a guild. But I liked the fact that there was that little added extra RPG layer where it's like, you can miss stuff because you do something wrong or because you make a decision, you can miss stuff. So I also, yeah, I also like the fact that there's a big upset here. Um, I'm trying, I'm trying to play the game a little bit. We have the three versus 14 matchup. That is smash ultimate versus infamous. This infamous deserves better. It deserves to fight another day. Unfortunately, like, I like Infamous. I don't think it really did. I'm not sure how many of these games it goes up against and ends up beating. But yeah, I mean, Smash Ultimate, it's my favorite game of all time. Smash Ultimate is one of the... Smash Brothers is one of the most important things in my life. Like, it just is. And But again, Infamous... Infamous is a franchise I wish Sony hadn't neglected. Infamous 1 or 2 are fucking fantastic games. I love the worlds that they create. I loved Cole. I loved Zeke. I loved Kessler as a villain. He was so good. Great twist in the game. They did a great job of a rundown, gross-looking New York City. I love the different enemy groups and how different they were from one another. I thought the voice acting was really good. Just... Great game. It deserved better. I hope Blue Point remakes it one day and reminds everyone how fucking good it was. Smash Ultimate's really good too, and that's why it moves on. Mm-hmm. Yes, I don't I don't know what to say. Very fun game. A lot of content that uh everybody loves. Mark has played a few hours of it. I have played a couple games of Smash Brothers Ultimate. Alright, we have the six versus eleven matchup. That is Minecraft versus the Last of Us Part Two. Minecraft. Minecraft. You can do anything, and with mods, you can the and the possibilities uh, are endless with mods. But you can't tell a captivating story like that with mods. You also with can't with Tilu too. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I think of Tilu too. Much in the same way I think of The Last Jedi, which is just like... Oh, no. No, no, this is... Good oh, no, 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 I like The Last I'm, Jedi. I'm, th- I'm thinking Return of Skywalker, oh, my bad. Yeah, that would be... Exactly, cool. exactly. Uh, different different thing entirely, but go on. Um, Where it's incredibly divisive, hearing anyone on the internet speak about it is... It's trying. Um... But I just really respect it for taking swings, no pun intended. Um, where 
they chose to take bold routes, and those bold routes are what piss people off for the most part. Not not necessarily Peter. Peter's not necessarily pissed off by the bold routes. But um, the, the first bold route is what so many uh, it's what hang up so many people, and I've never been one of those people. I've always been when the first one happens, it's like yeah, that makes perfect sense. But uh, as I've said many times, what I don't like about it, and I think that they 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 do cool stuff with the dual narrative things in the Last of Us Part Two. The only thing I ever fall back on that makes me doubt the Last of Us Part Two is uh that one of the themes legitimately seems to be revenge is bad. And I just hate that theme. I think it's stupid. But, um... Owen says, kill those who've wronged you. No, I say, like, thanks, Jackass, for for letting me know that. Like, I couldn't have figured that out. Um, I just think there there are better things to have your focus on. I like better themes to take on. Uh, maybe that's purely subjective, but mm-hmm. revenge, I, I just don't think is an overly interesting thing. I think I would say that's just a bit like, that's definitely the theme, a theme of it, but I think it's a, more of a simplification of it because it's more complex than simply just saying she wants revenge and it's bad. But like, cause throughout the game, you are kind of given, uh, a little bit more context on what Joel and Ellie's relationship was like uh, towards the end uh, of their time together and just realizing that she kind of like cut him off and just is realizing how much more he had always meant to her through it and just is really conflicted with these feelings like it, it does such a it tells this revenge story this hate story uh, while also just exploring this person's really conflicted feelings or she doesn't know uh how to feel about this and feels so uh, guilty and so bad about how she had messed up and now she can't write this anymore. Uh, and she has always grown up in this world of murder as well. So maybe it makes it a bit easier to kind of lean into some of the decisions that she kind of makes, which is a lot. She's also uh, the, the same person who she had lost, who is also her big mentor. Also not uh, the greatest person in the world either. Uh, so I feel like it kind of, gives wave to the path that kind of she not necessarily comfortably walks down but uh lines up with the theme and makes it uh not a, like when i hear and say the theme is like revenge is bad but it's more complicated than that you know it's not it is, it is more complicated than that it is, it is peter that there's a lot about grief going on there's a lot about uh kind of like nature versus nurture what you bring up there with how her guiding figure was not exactly a great person um and there's the one thing that even peter can't deny is that we all chewed on the last of us part two for a while of course and that's worth something i'm not chewing on all that many games how much how much have you chewed on minecraft owen well, I've I've played a lot of Minecraft. I've yeah. chewed, mm-hmm. and that's I love it. I love Minecraft. Experience. I love Minecraft, but I he's also made think... countless memories in his childhood and growing up with his friends that he'll get to carry with him for the rest of his fucking life. Um, Minecraft is a phenomenon. And, Tilu is a disappointment. In a Minecraft world that I'll never see again. Yeah. Um, Imagine there's he, grief he, in that he, too. There's grief. 
boy is there. That there absolutely is. So yeah, you get that you get that experience from Minecraft as well. Boom, mm-hmm. bam, pick Minecraft. You get to experience The Last of Us Two personally. That sounds you awful. don't have to experience The Last of Us Two by playing Minecraft. There you go. I think it's more fun if The Last of Us Part Two goes on. Peter Peter doesn't even want Minecraft. He just doesn't want The Last of Us Part Two. Don't um, act like you know me. Well, we could tell by the case you made. You you started with mods. Something you've well, you guys never love, done. Mark loves mods, so I just thought mods that would cool. be like, oh. Mods are cool. Last time yeah. I played Minecraft, I had a, a Springman from ARMS costume running around as Springman. It was pretty cool. All right. talk. About this was the, like a month ago. The head versus the heart here. The 710 <laughs> matchup is Hades versus Metal Gear Solid 4. Peter, I want to hear your t- uh, your take first. This is good, isn't it? It is. It is. I Owen. mean, come on. The fucking microwave scene where all the other characters are fighting for their fucking lives. The best, arguably, first final boss in a game. Mm-hmm. I really like that. The, the... I really like the final boss. I'm not on board with that take, but it's it's up there. One of the best. One of the best. How it, uh, the, the, the fucking health bars switch to look like the different games mm-hmm. and the music and the themes of those games go along with it. Owen, come on. It's very cool. It's it very is cool. extremely cool. But that is just one moment of Metal Gear Solid Four. Metal Gear Solid 4 is just moments. It is moments, moments, it moments, is. moments. It is payoff. It's everything that came before it. It's the end game of, of Metal yes, Gear. Yes, yes, exactly. It's the end game of Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, it's the end game of Metal Gear Solid. I mean, guys, come on. It's What else do I have to say here? I shouldn't be the only one having I'm, to make a case no, for this I'm, game. I'm like pr- pretty tempted to go that way. I think, I think it. Hades... It's the only... It's the only Metal Gear on this Metal Gear Solid on this list. And Hades it's one of our own. is almost certainly a better game, but uh, I don't know, guys. It's fucking Kojima. Come on. The emotion of Big Boss saluting the boss's grave one more time as he dies, and it flashes back to MGS3 and the music that Spoiler. plays during it. Yeah, Peter, what the heck? Uh, whatever. Uh, Mark, I, I've already spoiled the game before in the conversation. No one stopped me. Well, when you say the microwave uh, scene, I mean, that doesn't really mean much to anyone. Well, then just bleep me. I don't know. Da, da, be da, like, da, hey. da, da, da. Okay. Um, I'm heavily leaning MTS4 unless you want to take me a different direction, Mark. It's tough because I, like you said, Hades is definitely, like, objectively the better game. But I definitely care more about Metal Gear Solid 4. Because, like you said, I love a strong ending. And Metal Gear Solid 4 is a big salute to the story that's been told building up to that. Uh, Some of it is a bit silly, but that's okay. Well, that's why we like it. Yeah, that's part of why we like it. Yeah, I think I'm fine with Metal Gear Solid 4 moving on. And like I said before in the past, I got to play these Metal Gear games again. Because again, these are other they're these games. Metal Gear Solid Four used to be in my top five of all time because of these moments, but then I got really down on it because I understood the gameplay was not the greatest. And the biggest downplay I'd say narratively for Metal Gear Solid Four is that like the character arc that Snake has kind of gone on from one and two just is not present in four. He's just this bitter old guy that doesn't feel like he's really even driving the story like as a character. He like. 
he is just there in his talent for doing what he's doing. He's like the only guy for the job, but like there's like no personal investment for him. He feels very detached from the story other than like, he's the only one capable of getting the job done as he witnesses everything wrap up, you know? Yeah. I kind of know what you mean. Like, like that's, that's the biggest weakness of the story from Metal Gear Solid four, but it still has those moments and they still hit. It just feels weird that snake is just kind of there. I, uh, I think that um, Metal Gear should move on, though. Ah, Woo! shit, we're spoiling the whole bracket for Joe here. He's fucking responding in our Discord chat. Yeah, he is. What's he saying? He, he, he's just <laughs> reacting to some of our round one stuff. I, like, want to remove him now. <laughs> but, but, but then it would be a pain in the ass to get him back in when we need him. Oh, well. Uh, we we should have a different chat one day, just just for the hosts. We could probably make an, another chat in here that is locked to just the three of us. Yeah, no, I could. I'm not going to do it mid episode here. Yeah, but, next um, time though, I have sent you guys the round two brackets. We're going to go back to the last of us bracket, and we're just going to roll through until we have a champion for it. Um, right, we just ran. We just ran past Outer Wilds. Oh yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, we did. My bad. I automatically, I wanted to get ahead of it, so I just said the Halo 3 one. Yeah. Halo 3 is beaten out of wilds for anyone out there who didn't know, <laughs> yeah, but that, that is a thing that's happened. Outer Wilds is a nice game. No, not one of the greatest games ever made like everyone else. I mean, I'm a big to differ, but we can move on. Okay. I don't think I could win that argument. The one versus nine matchup, we have The Last of Us versus Xenoblade Chronicles. You guys can make a case. I'm I'm sympathetic to the last of us potentially losing, but um, maybe neither of you want it to be. You know, like... Mark, what are you leaning toward? I mean, I definitely love Xenoblade more than the Last of Us, uh, but both are very I special games. <sighs> what, what do you think, Peter? What's your take go, here? Give me your pitches. Give me your pitches. I could be swayed. I I keep saying this is another head versus the heart one i mean i think the last fuss is a better game but um you guys have the heart for xenoblade and i can't fight that i i don't mind a heart pick every once in a while but um i don't know i i, I haven't seen a xenoblade hbo show shouldn't that mean something I would love <laughs> that would be very would cool love... if HBO decided to pick up fucking Xenoblade Chronicles. I would shit my heart out if I saw that. I I think I would have. I think I I would shut down if I saw that headline. Ike Mark, do you have a pitch? I can be swayed here. I have uh, not decided. Do you want I'm, to make a pitch? I, you you have to decide that too. I I I'm 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 torn here. That like these are two very different games that are extremely they hard to try to uh, compare. Imagine you put fucking like Bill and Ricky in the same room with each other, Mark. <laughs> yeah, Ricky. Would pro- I, I'd say Ricky would be dead, but I don't know. Ricky's a tank. Well, uh, Ricky, I think Ricky might even be. No, no, it's just it's all right. Anyway, Mark, what are you gonna do? I think, I mean, my heart would say Xenoblade because it's one of my I favorite love both games. Of these games. But 
I feel so overwhelmingly biased in that decision that it doesn't almost like the Persona 5 one. I feel like I would pick Xenoblade over anything just because I love Xenoblade so much. I and, I think Cooler Head should prevail here, and I think The Last of Us, we picked yeah. it as our one seed for a reason. Um, It's strong enough to go past what mm-hmm. isn't even... I don't think you would say this, Mark. I don't think you would say this is the best iteration of Xenoblade. I think you would probably say that 3, with its more modern sensibilities, uh, is at least a better game to play. Yes, that is very true. I think from beginning to end, I like the story of Xenoblade 1 more, but the highest highs of the series, I think, belong in Xenoblade 3. Like, for moments, uh, as far as moments go, Xenoblade 3 has some of the best moments in the series, but uh, consistently a good story is told through Xenoblade 2, or 1, pardon me. But Last of Us also has a very strong story consistently told throughout it. Um, and getting into the game, I don't think is very hard. Getting into Xenoblade, I feel like it's easy to fall off of this game if you're not a big fan of the combat. Like, I, I do think The Last of Us is a better game, but comparing really technical JRPGs to other games is very, very tricky. I'm going to side with Last of Us, though, for the I'm also, I was going to also, I side with The Last of Us as well. All right. We have Portal 2 versus Red Dead 2. I feel like Portal 2's been Ooh. getting a bad rap on uh on the pod lately, and I think that's gonna continue because Red Dead 2 needs to go on. Yeah, I, I definitely have thought we've kind of like overlooked Portal 2. Like I always have to remind myself just how good of a game that really is, but I don't have to remind myself how good Red Dead Redemption 2 I is. I wanna know, work. and obviously I supported and voted for Portal 2. <laughs> this next one's very there might interesting. Just be though. Too much fire behind that game. I don't know. Um. All right. Next one. The the Red Dead versus Portal Two was four versus five. By the way, this is the three versus six matchup with Mass Effect Two at three, and Mario Odyssey at six. I I think this is your guys's use guys's uh Red Dead Two. Is it not? You're just gonna move Mass Effect Two along. Yes. Mark. These are two games I really want to replay again. Mark. I have only played each of these games once. Think of the fucking squad in Mass Effect 2. Think of the loyalty missions you get to go on in each and every one of them. Yeah, but you get a Mario 64 costume in this game. Oh my god. Think of the suicide mission, Mark. You can just... Well, think of like the moments that Mario Odyssey becoming has, a so. Goomba is not the same as the suicide mission. Becoming a Goomba stack, on the other hand, is very different, though. And the music, when you're just the world of Mass Effect, the different worlds you can traverse. Cascade Kingdom is better than any song in Mass Effect Two. The suicide mission theme, the fucking world, the world menu. Music. You get to play as Bowser, and then... hey, that's a spoiler right there. What the fuck? Spoilers. Spoilers for Mario Odyssey. Yeah. This is a game. How many? How many copies of Mario Odyssey are out there? It's in the top ten. Four came out in the two thousands, and you gave me shit for that. But you could talk about a current gen game and spoilers for it. Is it? I mean, it's pretty early in the gen, I guess. Mario Odyssey is coming up on six years old. 
MGS came out. MGS 23, came out like 23 million copies of Super Mario Odyssey. Uh, and most of those people have probably finished the game, so. That's not true. We know that Joe did. Yeah. Yes. So long as we know our listener Kyle has finished Mario Odyssey, which praying that he has here. I think it's fine. We've done we've done no harm here. But uh Mass Effect 2. Please. I might I might be leaning towards Mario Odyssey right Mark, here. Really? I Mark, could. it's Mass Effect 2. It's one of the best games ever made. And I would argue Mario Odyssey is one of the best 3D I platforms. I will not forget this. I will not forget this. I just need to replay Mass Effect 2. Like everything I said about it before when we were talking about it in the first round. Still very true, but the voice acting, the character dialogue, the writing, the designs of the aliens in Mass Effect are so unique from so much other science fiction. I don't ah. want to ignore the fact that Mark said that this was once a game in his top five ever. Yeah. Has Mario I'm... Odyssey ever been in your top five? Nah, it's Mass Effect 2. You've talked exactly. about it from it. Yeah, it's Mass yep. Effect 2. Yeah. Mass Effect 2 moves on. That was. That was a crisis of faith that shouldn't have Ma- happened. Mario Odyssey, very good game. I feel like... I never said it wasn't. I think it was closer than we give it credit for. We have a 2 versus 10 matchup. That is Undertale versus God of War 2018. Um, It was nice to get the upset for God of War 2018, but I think this is Undertale. It's yes. A, yes, absolutely. All right, we're going back up. We have the one versus four matchup of the last of us versus red dead redemption two it's tilu it's not it's not tilu mark wait hold on where are we on the bracket now we're going all the way back up top and not yeah yeah no we're we're just rolling through until we have a winner for this bracket and then we'll go to the other one until we have a winner and then we'll do the finals okay um Tilu or Red Dead 2? Oh, God. I'm Team Red Dead. I'm also Team Red Dead. Uh, I'm so sick of this fucking game on this fucking, fucking podcast. <laughs> it's, and it won't be going away because d- I've watched like an unhealthy amount of like Arthur Morgan montages slash like video essays about how he's such a great character. And mm-hmm. I just fucking love that man. Arthur Morgan is my favorite video game protagonist of all time, and he's honestly right up there for like one of my favorite characters in fiction. Um, the flaw to Red Dead Two is that it's it's just too long; doesn't need to be as long as as it is. It's very but unapproachable. It is unapproachable. You're right. You're mm-hmm. right. And The Last of Us is a very approachable game. But, Got all um, those accessibility options too. I don't think Red Dead has. But I just I know it in my heart of hearts that Red Dead Two has has left more of an imprint on me, and it's left more of an imprint on Mark. It's unfortunate, Peter, that you can't join in on this love, but I can't I can't let our love be denied either. I can't let it happen. And now we're going to Mass Effect 2 versus Undertale. Honestly, I I want to sit back and hear you guys discuss this to see if there's 
any trepidation on this one because obviously I'm Undertale because I haven't played a Mass Effect two. Oh, fuck. this is this is a tough one, this a very 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 hard. tough one. Uh, I know uh, this is really hard, but I know where I land. I landed Mass Effect two. I I knew I knew Peter would land in Mass Effect two. I do. What oh, are that's you fine. Try to no, no, no. That's fine. I I just I knew that was going to happen, but. Look, again, I fucking adore Undertale, and I think the gameplay... The main thing is, I do enjoy playing Mass Effect 2 more than playing Undertale. The music in Undertale. You think you think I don't know that? You think I don't know? <laughs> the choices, the different playthroughs, the additional layers to the different playthroughs that like you could do all this shit and you might not even run into some of the scenes. You didn't do them though. You're hyping up all these aspects of a game that you never participated in. I mean, I I played Undertale. I I didn't do all the different playthroughs. I I looked up different things for it. You didn't do it either. I did. I I did two out of three. I I was in no fucking way am I going to do genocide. I almost did genocide, but I got to the final boss and thought this is not something I want to do right now. I bet right now, if I really wanted to, if I was playing the genocide route, I would have been up to the task taking off the final boss. I feel like if I can beat Elden Ring <laughs> the way that I did, I could beat that boss. But um, I think Mass Effect 2, like I've said before, the choices, characters, and world building are extremely strong. Some of the best world building uh, Undertale mechanically is one of the most interesting games out there. Uh, the like how last or just how Mass Effect has a lot of choices where the game will remember what you do. Uh, Undertale subtly has ways where the game remembers a lot of the things you do, uh, which I think is equally interesting. There, um, I think Undertale is a funnier game than Mass Effect, but Mass Effect is more sci-fi interesting kind of game. These games are equally impressive in a lot of ways. Um, but I really like the world building in Mass Effect 2 so, so much. I think I'm probably also siding with Mass Effect 2 here. Undertale, I love you so much. I love I, you so much, Undertale. You are, yeah, very incredible game. If, with Mass Effect 2. I feel like Deltarune, if... if Granted, we only have like two episodes of Deltarune out right now. I think once Deltarune's done, if I had to compare Mass Effect to Deltarune with the trajectory Deltarune is on, I could possibly pick Deltarune over Mass Effect 2. But as it stands, Mass Effect 2 is very good. A game that I almost picked Mario Odyssey over <laughs> not too we long have ago. A very interesting uh, semifinals here that will secure one of these games a spot to the finals. That would be the three seed Mass Effect 2 versus the four seed Red Dead Redemption 2. This is this is know. on mark. I mean I know. And I know what he's gonna pick. Oh, but that world building in Mass Effect 2 is Yes, exactly. Red Dead 2 is I will never deny that it's not an incredibly well acted, well performed, well written game, but it is just a smaller story about this crew of cowboys and outlaws. Not, I would, not, not downplaying oh, that, not but I feel as I would I just call it cowboys now. Hold on. 
Mass Effect 2, the incredible world building it does, all of the different species, the races, their relationships with each other, their history, their past conflicts that you, they, you still see all these centuries later is still foaming at the tent, like foaming at the mouth. The tensions are still so raw. Having to navigate all these different avenues of this living, breathing galaxy that is so unique compared to most other science fiction worlds is an achievement and an accomplishment that only Mass Effect really gets to wear on its chest in the gaming world. Yeah, but when I built a house in Red Dead 2, that was incredible. I think I'm still siding with Red Dead 2 here. Of course you are. I don't know why the fuck you even made me try. I'm so sick of this game. Maybe you should just play it. No, no, I'm not 90 hours. Fuck that. It could be faster. It's more like 50 to 60. Unless you get really into hunting, which I know you would. I you know me. Um, all right, we're looking at the Breath of the Wild mm-hmm. bracket, and we are going through until we have our finals decided. We have the one nine matchup, which is Breath of the Wild versus Celeste. That's not even a question. Celeste is a very good game. Oh, it's it's Breath of the Wild. It's Breath of the Wild. I'm I would personally wild. pick Celeste over Breath of the Wild. That oh, is just you're, me. You're so unique and quirky for that, really. I I think Breath of the Wild is cool. It's not my favorite Zelda game. He thinks it's cool. It's it's great, revolutionary. Uh but I when I say that Celeste is just that good, I like Celeste more than Breath of the Wild. That's that's just me. I understand. We can move on. Alright, we have DK Tropical Freeze versus Ori, and I think. Oh, come damn. on, Peter! I, I think oh, it's, I think it's Tropical Freeze, and so I, I think would vote. Awesome. I would vote Ori. I know I lose. I would vote Ori over Tropical Freeze. That's actually that's surprising to me. I wouldn't think you would do that. So Tropical Freeze moves on. Smash Ultimate versus The Last of Us Part Two. Smash Ultimate, Mark. I swear to God, I have to. I have to yes, pick Smash. I, I swear on our lives. I have too many hours in that game to not pick it. I would have liked if more of a conversation could happen, but I knew that there is no reality. If Mark picked mm-hmm. Last of Us Two, I'm leaving the Discord call. Finish the fucking episode on your own. If and Last do of Arthur Morgan impressions like this, if Ellie met Minecraft Steve, maybe maybe I'd feel a little bit God differently. Damn but right it, now, Dutch. you picked the Last of Us Part Two. <laughs> um okay uh and then we have the two seed versus the 10 seed that is halo 3 versus metal gear solid 4 oh my god the this this is like a heart versus heart <laughs> there is no i have to pick heart. halo 3 i'm also I picking have, halo 3 yeah, i have to pick halo 3 i'm gonna pick halo 3 also because, like I said before, the moments in MGS4 are cool, but when I the picture Snake in the story, yep. it just kind of comes together in a disjointed way. Just think of the Halo 3 menu music. Oh, yes. The, the emotions that that fills you with. Mm-hmm. It was a moment in time, truly. A, a game of a generation. We have the 1-5 matchup of Breath of the Wild versus DK Tropical Freeze. Tropical Freeze. Mark, come on. You know it's Tropical Freeze. I, um... Mark, you know... I I like the creativity, but I just... I I wish that Breath of the Wild had, like, 
a slightly better competition. Like, I think DK Tropical Freeze is very good. I, in order to dethrone Breath of the Wild, I would need something, something that just has a little more like but, narrative. But the beautiful thing is that over. you don't. But the beautiful thing is that if it's if Mark and I agree that Tropical Freeze is better, then that's over. You know, the way you're speaking is if you're you're acting like it's this divine, as if Breath of the Wild has earned this by birthright, and I think. That's a problem with Breath of the Wild is that everyone acts like it is the greatest game to ever walk the face of the earth. But then you look at these fucking gems like Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. They're looked down upon by the big man. And Tropical Freeze deserves more fans. It's one of the best 2D platformers ever made. Arguably the best 2D platformer ever fucking made. Mark, what are you more excited? Imagine Tears of Kingdom. That's still coming. What if the Nintendo Direct in February that we're going to get? You get the next big... 2d platformer of donkey kong in the same vein as this but you could tell it's it is the next massive evolution in 2d donkey kong platforming what are you more excited for the next donkey kong or tears of the kingdom uh tears of the kingdom you motherfucker i'm gonna vote breath of the wild here it's it's interesting where i would draw the line like i would pick breath of the wild over tropical freeze but i would still pick celeste over breath of the wild it's just what if donkey kong tropical freeze was sad what if Donkey's dad died? Would that would you be like? Oh, okay. I would be down for some lore. It's, I can't believe about... you have to kill a monkey for you. Some a, a Kong has to die for you I, to pick that game. Over if they want to, there is backstory and lore to Donkey Kong. There is references of the Great Ape War. That if you look into Donkey and, Kong, and Kong is the original Donkey Kong. Yes, everyone knows that. Everyone knows about the Great Ape War, Peter. I don't think no, everyone. I'm saying knows everyone about knows that. Cr- All right, let's move on. You've disheartened the the Kong. You're no longer if, welcome on Kong if Island. The, if there was a DLC where they went into the Great Ape War, maybe things would be different. But no, they did it's not Funky do Kong. That. It's Funky Mode. That's your DLC. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey, dude. Our two-three matchup is Halo Three versus Smash Ultimate. Oh my! I mean, <laughs> I, I I don't I don't like this matchup. I don't. I don't either. Want to I don't say either. that either one is better? Um, I, I mean, I have to pick Smash Ultimate, but I do not do this with any sort of pleasure or glee. I would obviously, not obviously, but I would pick Halo Three. Um, God, it. I just love Halo, and that's even even reach. i can happily enjoy smash right now i can look i can go watch a smash tournament or play the game with a smile on my face go this series is loved and appreciated by those who make it i look at halo and i look at them and it's like what happened to you what sure to you? i agree but specifically halo 3 like yeah, halo reach was bungie's last game i, I know you guys both really like reach but halo 3 is it's the end of what Halo is. Like the the original Halo should have just kind of ended with Halo 3 and I I've actually uh come around I I bet it was Gene Park cuz I always retain his tweets for some reason, but um I think he tweeted maybe it was someone else like it would really just kind of be interesting if Xbox treated Halo like Nintendo treats Mario where it's like just explore different genres like not not every Halo game needs to be a shooter you can you can find a way to make your Halo platformer if you want to Mm -hmm. but it all started because these three games and Halo 3 is such a great finale and that multiplayer 
was just so much fun and it existed back in that like oh i know back in that excitement era it existed um and even today it's not all rose tinted glasses because if we got on halo 3 on the master chief collection we would be having a good time um halo 3 is just so fucking good i love it i agree we did get Halo Wars, a Halo spinoff. They did try yes. a different genre, and, and and they've also done uh they did like a twin stick version. I don't even remember the the name of that game. So the, oh, really? there's there's some validity to uh that take. I just think they can they can get even weirder with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I if, think a Halo Metroidvania could be a real thing. You play as an elite doing some cool covenant shit. That could be fun. Absolutely, I think a uh Halo um. XCOM style game would be great. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think there's a ton you could do with it. I'm not sure if they ever will, but uh, we're talking about Halo Three right now, and I say Smash Ultimate. It's on Mark, and I don't um, think I know what it'll say. But one of these games is uh, succeeding at being one of the biggest love letters to games in general. So I'm kind of swayed by that. So much love and attention put into all of the franchises represented in Smash Ultimate. I have to pick it. And with Halo 3, our final last-gen game dies. That's true. That just goes to show that the uh, PS4 and Xbox One and and Switch, they're better than the 360 PS3, despite what Owen, the propaganda Owen tries to spew. I mean, we look at top four. We had Mass Effect 2 in top four. So of the four games that made it there, one of them was last gen. You don't get to say its name anymore. And, you know, uh, <laughs> in spirit, the Switch is really a last gen console. Uh, um, we still have a final matchup before the final. So semifinals, that's what they're called. And it's Breath of the Wild versus Smash Ultimate. And I think I might be Team Smash Ultimate on this one. It's Smash Ultimate. I think I'm also Team Smash Ultimate on this one. And now, boy oh boy, is Mark in a tough position. (laughs) (laughs) Mark has to decide the winner between Red Dead Redemption 2 and Smash Ultimate. I think... The thing that can't be overlooked with Red Dead is sure you do some cool things. You've built the house. I know you I know you liked building the house, Mark. I wasn't the biggest fan of that personally. Oh man. Um, I love that whole portion of the game how long so does it take so you much. To build the house? Well, it's not just the building of the house. Like oh, okay. Spoilers. To get if I'm gonna go into the details, that's where I'm gonna put the spoiler warnings on Red yeah, Dead too. Because this happens. You don't have to spoil some of the characters involved. You can just that's say not, like, I you wasn't even going to go there. Okay, the, okay. It's like this whole set piece scene of a group of guys getting together, building this house that they've been trying to build for quite some time for this portion of the game. This portion of the game that is way different than the rest of the game. And it's just this one sequence. They have a song that only plays here about building a house. The song literally just like this kind of... Uh, very simple country house building song, bluegrassy, and just segments of you building this house. And just this scene 
with like weighing towards the end of the game, towards the end of the game, with everything that has come up to this point to make this house. Good God. It's a very, very great scene. And this is just one of the many great scenes. Definitely one of my favorite scenes from the game. Um, I'm comparing one of my favorite games, one of the things I love the most about games, to what I think is one of the best games ever made. Um, my case for Red Dead 2 is going to be to pull pull on the heartstrings of this narrative and how much it achieves in its runtime. Not only do you develop such a close connection to Arthur Morgan and you get to know the gang that's around you, but it's a genuinely deep story about how you go forward when you realize that loyalty isn't as much of a virtue as you thought Mm -hmm. and how you come to terms with the things that have done that have been done as a result of that and a lot of questions about forgiveness and the journey of Arthur Morgan is one of the most human things I've ever seen depicted in a game. Um, again, I'm going to reiterate, he's one of the best characters I've, I've ever seen ever. And I would agree. I think the biggest knock I have against Smash Ultimate that almost makes it feel like it's cheating is that it is literally borrowing from dozens of other games. But it didn't always, Mark. I mean, it does a good job at capturing these characters. Think Um, about those nights in our bunk beds when we were kids talking about all of our dream picks for characters and stages, items and modes. mm Mm-hmm. Think about just the magic that comes with Smash. It is what it is the core of video games. Just because it has a bunch of franchises coming together, I because I don't think that should be taken away from its overall quality because it is so easy for that to fail and be done in poor taste or just not as well or with as much love and care that this that comes to it. Smash is forever. There's never a bet like you. You can never just casually pick up Red Dead Two and like, yeah, I'll play it for few hours. Smash is always there; it always will be there. You can watch it and have a great time. You can play it and have a great time. It is the essence of what makes video games enjoyable. It is incredible. It is a part of our DNA, Mark. We are who we are because of Smash Brothers. And you're not wrong. But strong game narratives are also right up there for me. And I do think Red Dead Redemption is one of the best narratives out there. Um, I, I hate this. You played this. that game once, and you have played Smash in multiple versions throughout your entire it's life. It's true, it's true. And you still do to this day. I mean, the real point of this whole uh, bracket is really to just say which is the best uh, of last gen versus current gen. So we could have a tie. Like they've won together. No, These are can't. teammates. They're teammates right now. No, not now. Now it's for deciding the champion of the whole thing. Last gen came out on top, but 
we still need to know who who's winning the matchups. What is what is the epitome of being the best modern game? We are not having this philosophy discussion no, right now. Actually, we are so many hours into question. this episode. That's a great I mean, question. That's, we're not just saying which is the game we like most, which is the best. It's last gen it's versus current gen. It is also 1.30, and I'm yeah. very aware of that right now. My um, the thing that sucks the laundry I'm doing right now because we're doing laundry in the background. I still got to put in the dryer. My sheets are in there. I can't go to bed for an hour. Ooh, so I got to dry. That's, that's tough. And guess who you can pick up right now while you wait? Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. So, I mean, it's actually uh, it's very interesting you bring up that question mark because what you have in Smash Ultimate is a game that couldn't have existed without previous generations. So it's almost like the spiritual leader of the old games. Mm-hmm. But Smash is all about the history. And that's one of the things I like. I love playing Smash, but the thing I've always loved the most about Smash is how it deeply cares about all the games that it is representing and sharing that history. I don't think Ultimate does as good of a job as some past entries because we had the trophies in all the before uh, in past entries, all of which had kind of like dated with a year that they showed up and what game they were in and like a little brief summary. But we traded that, that off for all of that music, the characters, the stages. We There was a trade-off. I agree. I do miss the trophies. But I think the wider roster, which is the main appeal of the game... I think that was worth the trade-off. Well, Postmodern Jukebox uh, appears in Red Dead Redemption also. Oh, and I like that group, too. Interesting element here. Little, think of the little... soundtracks of all the different game franchises. And that that's very true. <laughs> Post- and not Post-Mod- only that, but remakes of the songs. Yeah, stacking Postmodern Jukebox against songs from... The entirety Tekken, of video games? Xenoblade Chronicles 1 and 2. Legend I would say Kingdom Hearts, but Kingdom Hearts sounds, or songs get pretty gypped uh, here. I think um, the other thing to consider with Red Dead 2, and you've already kind of considered, is that, I mean, it has full originality in its corner. It does. The, the Red Dead series only exists in video games. Um, mm-hmm. this entry has no source material to work off of. Um, but that doesn't make Smash the lesser. No, than it, it, do, it does. It doesn't. Do. But it's something to consider. Mm-hmm. I do also on my PlayStation every now and then, like even on my Switch, I'll go through my album of like videos and pictures I record. I've got a good amount of Smash ones. Usually, those are just like oh, games I did really well in or tournaments online that I won, and I take a picture of those. But I, when I go through my Red Dead album, it's, I see this video of me crawling through a cave. It's really dark. And then just after silence for like 10 seconds, out of nowhere, this fucking tiger cat just jumps out of nowhere. And it's me pausing the game. And I remember how I actually jumped up out of my seat. And, you know, some good moments. I have a, a little video of me climbing up a mountain. But then I fall off my horse and I'm falling down this hill for a solid like 20 seconds. And it was very funny. Not to say Smash didn't have these moments too either. I don't know. This is an impossible decision, guys. This is very difficult. I I feel like I was I was leaning towards Red Dead. Um up until Owen mentioned or reminded me really just 
how much that history that I care about in Smash is actually very relevant, arguably relevant for this bracket specifically, which kind of brings me back to this uncertainty of where to lean. I th- Mark, it is. I feel like I have to pick Smash because it I have. Is a- yes. I I have almost 2,000 hours specifically in Smash Ultimate. Not just how much I've cared about Smash before. But you go to list. locals, you watch. It's a part of your lifestyle. Well, but here's the thing, though, Peter. Um, I've, t- I've totally forgot what I'm going to say. I just want to pick one because it is 1.30 in the morning. And I, it is Smash. hard, Let's it is hard to make. If I wasn't tired... This decision would still be very hard, and it's only harder right now. We are on our last legs here, and both of these, excuse me, both of these games are great picks, but I, I think I'm going to side with Red Dead Redemption 2. That's my final answer. No, wow. no, oh, no, you just yeah, said final Mark. answer. You just said I final answer. Say, oh, and he's say, allowed to change. No, no, I said final answer. I'm going to respect it. It is on the legend. The winner wow. here is Red Dead Redemption 2. The winner is Red Dead Redemption 2, and that's a definitive uh, most recent gen win. Because, I mean, Smash Ultimate could have been a spiritual leader for the old gen. Not technically old gen, but like... You know, us old gen fans, we could have taken that as a little bit of a win. But uh Red Dead Two wins. And you know, obviously I'm not here to say it's the wrong choice. I, I would have been happy with either. I, I really I was more Red Dead Two and I felt the responsibility of fighting for it. But um having either one, I think they're both great games, obviously. Alright, this has been a journey of a BNY gaming podcast episode. Thank you for joining us for this bracket. Perhaps we'll do more in the future. In fact, it's likely even. And we'll see you all next episode. Goodbye. Good night, everybody.